Intro! <laughs> that, that is the intro. That, that is the intro. intro. I'm not prepared yet. Not prepared? I'm actually not. As in, I'm not prepared with my notes. And I'm not prepared with... Uh, well, I know you're not prepared because you didn't bring your fucking mic. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not prepared like, at all at the moment. That's how I feel in life. Like, I haven't prepared for this podcast. I haven't prepared, you prepared to get my out of intro. This morning. I swear down. I got up half an hour earlier. I took Sophie's brother to play basketball. Oh yeah, yeah, that was it. And How then, was it? It was awesome. And, and his new kicks. Si- seriously, playing him, he's just like he's learning things so quickly. He's actually he's beating me, like scoring on me. How old is he? He's fifteen at the moment. Okay. He's like six foot one, six foot two. Oh shit. Big boy. He's like skinny though, but he ain't growing into his fame at all. He's still a kid. Yeah, he's got a lot of growing to do. Honestly, he's taller than me. And he's shooting over me. And he's like, can barely jump at the moment. But if I keep taking, he's probably going to start windmilling at me. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing, though. Because I've never had, I said it to Sophie's uh, dad, I've never had, like, I don't want to say brother because it sounds weird, but, like, I've never had, like, a male in my life that's, like, similar to my age sort of thing. Like yeah. That, like that. you got mates. Yeah. But you ain't got someone who's, like, a lot younger than you. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, someone. You're, like, someone. in different stages of life. Someone that could potentially look up to you. Man, maybe I look down on him. It's <laughs> <laughs> not the same. No, but he's a good, he's a good kid, man. And yeah, I like, I like him. You know, it's fun. No, I, I, I kind of get what you're saying. Like that's, I got super. I was five when my my little sister was born. Mm. I got super excited. That's a big. It was, like, it was like I had someone to look after them. It was nice. It was kind of like I've got someone to look out for rather than me being the youngest. And I think you learn things from that. Yeah. Yeah, you do. All of a sudden, you you know you, you kind of assume responsibility for this other person yeah it's yeah. kind of cool I like it I like it a lot because it's like um, let's say that I'm fucking up getting away from being younger than my sister but you're still getting to that mindset where like oh they're older than you but then I think it gets to an age when it's like it doesn't even matter anymore when, when you're in the same part of life isn't it? Like when, after school yeah like. but like when, it, when it's siblings it's weird because like especially if you're the second child Mm. Which I am in my family. Um, it's kind of like. Is your brother older? Yeah, yeah. My brother's three and a half years older than me. Jeez. He's eighty-five. Thirty-eight. <laughs> well, he'll be thirty-eight this year. Yeah. Wait. Know. Isn't he? Still in his prime. No, he'll be thirty-nine this year. Yeah, he was born in eighty-two. Yeah. Um, One year and it's over. Yeah, life's over. Once you're forty, that's it. Honestly. Know. I used to think that about 21. <laughs> <laughs> 21? Now, yeah, like when I was a teenager, I used to think, fucking now, once you're 21, like there's nothing else to look forward to, like you've reached the pinnacle. Because 21 was the age where you were basically allowed to do whatever you want. Yeah, okay. And I always just saw that as that's when you're truly an adult. And you can <sighs> I thought I was 18. <sighs> See, 18, it's still, because it's just teen, it's still, you're still a teenager, you're not a fully fledged adult in my mind. Yeah, I wouldn't say like when I was eighteen, I wasn't thrust into the open world world. Like I was told, like fucking get a job in it. Oh, I was told that yeah. way before I was eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> I start, I started working. Six. I started working at fifteen years old. Oh yeah, yeah, let me tell you that. But um, no, I think when when you're a second sibling, it's almost like your parents are seeing it as a second chance to raise a kid without making all the mistakes they made with the first fucker. What do you mean? Everyone's first kid, they're going to make mistakes, they're going to, you know, nobody knows what they're doing the first time they have a kid. 
I don't think people still know what well, they are. Well, yeah, there is that argument we've made. There's a lot of ways to parent, isn't there? Yeah, but so. I think I think most parents see it as, right, we've got another chance now, we won't we won't do it the same as we did with the older one, because they've turned out to be a prick, and we'll, try mm. and we'll try and be better with this one. Maybe he'll turn, he'll turn into a, a, a functioning member of society. <laughs> but then they get me, and it's like, no, 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 that didn't one really more, work. One more, one more. Another one, come on, fucking hell, we've got to fix this somehow. I think if you're conscious of try to be conscious because for me it's like um, when again you know how we said about me and different people and you see how they're like mixed with their family and all that kind of yeah. thing how they family unit operate I've seen so many different like family units now like just seeing them in general like talking and whatever you think like that you can learn from like the experience from it and then you like take it into your own life Sounds stupid, but I genuinely do watch people sometimes. I'm like, my fucking definitely don't talk like that. Or like, they don't act like. You know what I mean? Yeah, like that. I think that's one of the things that stands out for, especially for like my missus. When <laughs> a perfect, perfect example. I was on the phone to my mum yesterday or the day before. Yeah. And um, he was just talking about like the new job that I'm going to be starting and how I need to shape now we're in the grand tunnels <laughs> yeah. yeah i need to get myself in better shape because being in your mid-30s and overweight as i am she's like oh it'll have an effect on your joints i was like well, my knees are already fucked <laughs> i was like my knees my back and then my missus started laughing in the background and i went i'm a pussy i'm a crack and so i was like i can't believe you said that to your mum like, yeah but that's my yeah. mum like well, yeah me and my mum are like we're like best mates that's, that's the kind of relationship we've got like she's she's the one person I've always been able to make laugh. Mm. So like, there's no, I, I can see how a lot of people would never want to say those kind of things to their mum. Jesus, mom. yeah, swear down. But but me and my mum have always had that kind of relationship where there's kind of no holds barred. You can say what you want. There's no one that shocked me the most uh, from experience was selfish friend at uni. I'm not gonna say their name, but they uh, met someone else at uni who's a Hindu and they were Sikh. Okay. And they obviously wanted to get to know each other, sort of thing. But they were so scared that their parents would find out. Yeah. Because it's like blasphemous. Like, oh my god. <laughs> you know what I mean? Don't think you're allowed to do the accent. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah fine. Uh, the point is, is that they were fucking. Like, they were fucking, and as well as um, like they wanted to keep it under wraps as much as possible. Mm-hmm. I'd just be like, well, f- fuck you, mum and dad. I mean, that's my life. That's yeah, my yeah. genitals. It's, it's easy it's for you to say that, though. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Unless you've been raised in that environment where... That's what I'm saying. Um, you know, your whole thing is to... What you're taught is it's about respecting your parents, but what, what it boils down to really is it's not about respect, it's about fearing your parents. Yeah, a little bit. It's about doing as you're fucking told. Yeah. And a lot of that comes from what they perceive to be like, how other people will see it mm. so obviously I'm, I'm talking from kind of not my own experience but second hand experience um, a lot of it comes down to oh, you can't do that because you know so and so will look at us and think oh look like, they're being allowed to do this their parents are obviously lacking or, or yeah. you know what I mean it's always about, lacking <laughs> it's, ching, it's, ching. it's always kind of always about how they look to the wider community yeah. rather than it almost it's almost like the, the happiness comes way down the list yeah, that's as, on the list of importance 
Uh-huh. Whereas obviously the way I was raised was, well, if my kids are happy, that's all that fucking matters. Mm. Um, it probably is a happy medium because my mom happily I, satanic. It could, it could be agreed that my mom gave me too much freedom. I feel that way with my parents, and I feel like I'm gonna go the way of my kids. Like if they if they fucking just start pissing around, I'll be like, "Fucking come here." Come <laughs> <now."> <laughs> I mean? That's how I feel. Yeah. Yeah. I, I genuinely. You learn from your own experience. That's what I'm 100%, saying. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I would never have never and will never complain about my childhood. I think I had an amazing upbringing. Like, I, I loved my childhood. Same here, but you see how it molds you. Like it's perfectly fine that it molds you, but it does mold you. Yeah, it, definitely. It, I feel like when you get your own kids, or you think about getting your own kids, you're like, "Fucking, hell, I want to mold him or her in the way that I think is best." Like it's your own little project. It sounds. Yeah, no, nah, but it's true. Yeah, they say it's the parents. Yeah. it's your responsibility. So you're like, oh, fucking, I'll go get this. You're, right. you're responsible for making this human. Hmm function in a certain way behave in a certain way act a certain way yeah. it feels weird man and that's why I kind of I like the fact that I've married someone who had a completely different upbringing to me yeah because somewhere between the mix of the two there's a happy medium that would be like okay that that's probably what I perceive as the right way to do it <laughs> not satanic rituals Jamie <laughs> <laughs> but you know I, I like I said I it could be argued that I had too much freedom as a kid yeah, very rare I've had discipline for anything I would you know I'd take days off school and I'd go I'd spend all night in a park drinking alcohol and mm. roll back into the house at like 6, 7 o'clock in the morning get changed go to school like still drunk you go to, you go to school after doing all that yeah I just allow it yeah but school for me wasn't a task school for me was just a chance to see all my mates that's yeah, the only thing I ever saw it as like I, I never I never saw it as work because I never did the fucking work anyway yeah. never did it I was I was one of these ones that would piss the teachers off I'd piss my parents off because I was a really like I was a smart I was a smart kid like, I'd always do really well in exams I'd always get good grades and, yeah. but I just never put any effort in I didn't care yeah. and it frustrated them it was like, if it's this easy when you don't fucking try like, just think about what you could achieve if you did yeah. and I'm like yeah but there's a fun in that <laughs> but that's not again that's no one's again it's so weird that we think of kids like we go oh 18 or 16 or 21 or whatever now it's your life you know what I mean like you can't I think that's a weird mentality to have I think you should get kids it sounds stupid I don't know if it's going to sound stupid coming out but I think we should get kids to be as responsible as they can as possible do you know what I mean like as soon as because what's an age? Like, what is the age? They're going to get thrown into things and they're going to be like, well, what the fuck? Do you get what I mean? No, I kind of. Kind of. I'm not saying, know. like, let a three-year-old drop. I'm saying, like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying certain things, like, I don't think, for me, I didn't get enough responsibility when I was a kid, I felt. And sometimes I've had to feel like I've, I've learned things on the fly, which is, again, fine. I'm okay with that. But I feel like if I did it a bit younger, I'd be... I'd say well-rounded, but I'd be more Better prepared. Prepared, yeah. As like you weren't today. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, genuinely. So the reason you didn't bring your mic is your mum's fault. <laughs> no, it's no one's, again, no one's fault. I'm just saying that it's like it's the parents. Yeah, some people um, they say like an age. They go, oh, 18 is when you're going to get responsibility. It's all going to change when you're 21 or when you get married or something. 
There's no timeline in it. You just say, listen, fucking try and be responsible, the, as responsible as you can. I, I agree with what you're saying about the time. There's no specific age where, I think suddenly, that's that. where suddenly, you know, you're like, you've got to act like an adult. It now. is retarded. Um, I'll be honest, like, I I still don't enjoy acting like an adult. I don't see the point. What's the point? Like, when there's fun to be had, yeah. why would you choose responsibility? I don't know. You know. Can it be fun though? But maybe that's, 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 you know, part of, the way I was brought up, it's, it's always been that, like, a happy child is, is a healthy child. A happy child is, is all any parent wants kind of thing. So if I, if I can just have fun and be happy, then, like, life's pretty good. Obviously, there yeah. are responsibilities that you can't avoid. There are certain things that you have to be responsible for. But if you can try and keep them to a minimum and keep the fun to a maximum, then, I don't know, man. I, I think you're doing pretty well. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I, I've seen too many sad films. <laughs> that's a problem <laughs> too many fucking sad like people like, I was, I was, negative things films yeah and I'm like not films whatever but me, the point I'm making is that the world's fucking weird about ages and yeah it's like me and someone were sitting here the other day we were eating dinner and we were having a debate about education hmm. again we're very different on that my education was absolute trash like, I've, I've got 10 GCSEs like, but they count for nothing really because no. I mean, the GCSEs, and that was 20 years ago. Mm. Um, I never decided to go on to higher education. I went to college briefly, and then got bored after about four months, and went, nah, bollocks to this. <laughs> um, whereas, she's got a master's. Mm. So we're from very different backgrounds in terms of education, and she firmly believes that education is important. Yeah. And I believe education is important to a degree. Mm. Like, obviously, you need to be able to communicate effectively you need to be able to read and write and, and do basic arithmetic things like that but in terms of like what you're actually taught in schools i think a lot of it is useless trash yes you're not you're not taught any life skills you're not taught like i was going to say life skills like, or life lessons is more i think appropriate see but I, I don't know because i feel like life lessons are the kind of things that you need to learn the hard way that's where i think religious schools are useful because they're teaching morals and all that kind of thing. Even if you think morals, that you disagree with certain religions, they do teach you like a code of ethics, a code of like, this is how you should live your life. They do, but I don't I don't think that... Like giving people guidance that don't have it. Do but I don't think religion is necessary for morals. No, it's not, but I I'm think, saying... I think, you know, morals and religion don't necessarily yeah. go hand in hand. Because there are religions out there that are moralistically fucked. Mm. You know, I'm not going to go into detail and start offending people, but I think morals... Because <laughs> we haven't done that in the last uh, seven episodes. We don't offend people, we're very, very politically correct on this podcast. <laughs> I don't know, it's kind of like, um, what's the word? People are blasé about it. At my school, they were blasé about it, about how you should behave. Mm. It was, you're a naughty boy, you're a good boy. Or you're just somewhere, for me, it was in the middle, I just didn't piss anyone off. So I just, yeah. I'd leave, I'd, um, so I've made a good point to this. She actually wrote a letter to the school after she left uh, in sixth form. This is like four years ago now. Roasting the school, like putting it on a rotisserie and spinning that bad boy around. Like she was just roasting fucking everything about the school, how it was run. She was basically saying you ignore people that don't cause any trouble and you just let them try and get on with it. But some people actually need support. And what you're doing is just 
getting the people who are already on target to get the highest grades support so they get to where they want to go so it makes you look good or the same with the bottom tier of student for example in GCSE mm. they give them all the fucking support in the world and the parents and them aren't asked about it so then you'd ignore all this like middle band of people that are trying to get to where they want to be do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I completely understand and, and I agree but yeah. I don't think that's uh, the school's fault that's that's the education system in this country that's yeah, just the way it is but your, results, your results count for more than anything and, mm. and that's why I don't necessarily like education in this country because you're not you come out of school and as long as you're good at remembering things you're seen as a genius mm. but that doesn't really take you anywhere in life no that's what I'm saying it's, I feel like you learn so much more outside yeah about yourself and your skills and your yeah. potential than inside because what they do is um curb stump you basically well there's so many no, no I'm, I'm genuinely like even if it's like an extracurricular activity like I played basketball mm. like when I was at school the shit I never got any support in terms of just like saying oh okay this is maybe what you need to work on or something it'd be no thing it was just we're doing this because we get paid to do it because we have to do it and it's like these are kids man yeah. I can give a shit yeah you know it, would, it would be nice if kids were kind of mm. You know, if, if, if it was... If you're in it for a bit. If it was made easier for a teacher to spot something that any particular kid was kind of shining at and and then be able to kind of nurture and encourage that yeah. rather than, okay, look, I know, I know you're a good, I don't know, singer, dancer, footballer, whatever, hmm. but, you know, you need to get an A on this French test. But why? <laughs> why? I don't know. Because it's, it's teaching you life lessons, I think. I don't know. Because I get what you're saying, like, you weren't going to use that. Like, it's perfectly valid. I don't want to use French because I'm not going to sing in French. Fuck off. I'm singing Charlotte Church, Force of an Angel in Latin. Do you get what I'm saying? But there's people out there that don't get guidance at school, and whether it's the parents and the teachers, it's a, it's both of them. That's how I feel. It's either you're missing one or, miss, or missing both. And a lot of people, I knew people that they didn't have good home lives. Mm. And one of them actually is in prison now for fucking carrying a shotgun. I ain't gonna say his name. Well, yeah, <laughs> probably best not. <laughs> yeah, you know, he's been yeah away for a while, and it's like Jude's come out tomorrow. Yeah. Sam Coons' address. <laughs> Jude's coming in pocket. A special guest this week. It's it's so murdery Dave. What what's the? I, I can't get my words out today. I'm so fucking tired. Um, people are they can't. There's a disconnect there. There's such a disconnect between teachers and parents, that relationship. Yeah, there's sometimes there nothing there. And therefore, you're leaving this kid who you're saying has no responsibility anyway to then figure it out in like a closed environment like that. Mm. They're just going to fucking act up. They're just going to go, oh, fuck it, man. Do you know what I mean? No one sees anything in me. You know, that, that's how sometimes I felt at school. And then I realised later on through Sophie, fucking just do it. That's what you're here for. And you, like, you learn life lessons from that. She taught me a lot of lessons at school. I was like, fucking hell, I'm being an idiot. As we're fucking trying this test, so what else am I here for? But that, I think that's my biggest gripe with it is that if you don't do particularly well on these set exams, that the government decide is what you're going to be judged on. This is your education criteria. This is what we need you to do well on. If you don't do well on them, you're seen as some sort of idiot or you're mm. stupid. But, but, but that, that fucks with my head because mm. it's like. 
anyone can do good on an exam yeah. if they put their mind to it, if they you know practice and all that kind of shit. It's just a case of remembering things. That's all it is. Can you remember you doing any of your exams? Can you actually remember being an exam watcher? I can. Yeah, I can. I can remember being in my uh, my graphics exam hmm. because I got kicked out of it. <laughs> so this is my graphic design G, uh, GCSE. As we were walking into the hall, yeah. a kid in front of me, I won't name him, but he'll probably remember who he is, um, he tripped, <laughs> he just fell over, <laughs> and I just burst out laughing, and I got kicked out for laughing, I was like, oh, this is bollocks. So I was just made to stand outside the hall while everyone else filed in and got in their seats and blah, blah, blah. And then I was brought into the hall, and I was made to sit on the stage facing everyone else to do my exam as some sort of punishment. That's fucking so dumb, yeah. So, me being the arsehole, smart-ass little kid I was, mm. I just got my exam paper, started folding it up into paper aeroplanes and dashing them across the wall. <laughs> How far did you get them? <laughs> <laughs> About halfway. Um, so I got kicked out. I got kicked out and I got a, a U for, for my graphic design GCSE. So I didn't, get my, I didn't get my grade in that. But I didn't care. Yeah. I weren't going to go on to be an architect. That's not what I was looking to do. So why, why would I need graphic design? But I didn't care. I was quite happy to sit the exam. <clears throat> they decided that I weren't gonna just yeah. because I was being silly. So I was like, oh, whatever. Graphic <laughs> <laughs> design closed. <laughs> <laughs> Sophie's mum and dad made a good point about this. Two of Sophie's brother were on holiday and were chatting about his future. Mm. And he's going, there's a lot of people learning money through gaming. And I went, look, I went, fucking, first of all, listen, you're 15 years old, like, fucking, the doors are wide open to you, don't close them. Fucking don't talk about gaming and all this shit. Obviously, his parents went. Mm-hmm. Like, I've heard so many young kids saying that what they want to be is a YouTuber or a professional gamer. You can be. Like, it can be done, but they make it look so easy yeah. on YouTube. Give a shit it's about. It's not that easy. Like you've got to, again go back to what we were saying before. No matter what it is you want to do, no matter what you want to achieve, like. You probably can, but you have to put in the work. Yeah, like, nothing is easy. Nothing that's worth having is easy. No. You have to put in the work. Some people are going to just look into shit, though. But that's what I mean. So, yeah. so like, for me, education wasn't something that I wanted. It wasn't something that I was aspiring to. I didn't uh, weren't interested <laughs> in it, so I didn't bother putting in the work. What I did put in the work on was having a good time, and I feel like I achieved that. <laughs> <laughs> I exceeded my targets. <laughs> yeah, I did a lot of... I did a lot of uh, Growing, <laughs> some of, fucked up shit. I did do some real fucked up shit. <laughs> yeah, I was I was a teenager in the very early two thousands, well late nineties, early two thousands, and it was just a fun time for me. It was fun. That's all my life was about. Was when's the next opportunity to have fun? Whether that be out drinking in the park or experimenting with drugs, mm. messing around with girls. Or, or just you know playing football and that's, no. that's the only thing that was probably not detrimental to my health <laughs> <laughs> that I used to genuinely enjoy was going to the park and playing football with my friends or playing football at school and uh, it got to a stage where I got to about 15, 16 and I was like oh, I'm actually getting pretty good at this like, I, was, you know, I can play in a couple of positions and certain things certain techniques that I've got better at and all that kind of stuff and I'm like, oh, you know, is, it, is it something I can see myself doing long term and I thought nah Nah, drinking and drugs are more fun. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I did with my teenagers. But that's fine. But then I, you know, I, I got a job and I went out and I, I, I funded my own drinking drugs and mm. 
I learned that way that you know if you want something you have to work for it. So I, I got myself some crappy little jobs and I had some fucking awful jobs, but you know they gave me a bit of money at the end of each week and it meant I could have fun. So I was like, all right, this working stuff worth it. Yeah, fuck it. But that's 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 how I came to to learn about you know the responsibility of if you want something you need to work for it. You see what you said though. You learn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In school, it's learning something. But it's not learning life. It's not learning something you can carry on. Exactly, yeah. That's my point. So fucking, I learned a lot from drinking. Don't drink because you're fucking you're addicted, mate. Well, yeah, you're it's, drinking it's, a lot. It's, it's bad stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's fucking being sick on white carpet. I'm glad. No. I'm glad I got it all out of the way in my early years. Trust me, because I'm, I'm genuinely not interested in it now. Yeah, it was the same. Like fucking, don't be an idiot whilst driving. Yeah. Like, I've learned. I've learned all this obvious shit, but you're not gonna learn this when you. You can, you can be told it, but it, that, that's not going to have the same impact as you actually going out there and learning mm. it for yourself. Because it, cause it's a closed environment, that's what did my head in. Mm. Like, even like a school trip can be like fucking mundane and boring because like, we've got to do this at this time and who wants a cheese sandwich or a ham? It's like, Everything's just structured. Yeah, know, like, honestly, fucking, I, I get there's a lot of people here, but fucking, I don't feel like I'm engaged. I feel fucking bored, mate. I'm not saying it to the pet teacher, but... When you don't mind, you, when you just mind your own business, it sort of leave you alone. Yeah. Not causing a problem for them to get their paycheck, sort of thing. I think if you want to be a teacher, just give a shit about kids, innit? Yeah, 100%. I guess it can be exhausting fucking being around 14, 15 year olds, but in, actually properly engage with them, don't just point out a fucking board. Well, that was the thing, that was, um, as, I, as I mentioned earlier, when I, when I did briefly go back to college, the idea in my mind was, well, I'm going to, I'm going to, go to college, it was to do an access course so I could get into uni, and I was like, right, I'll go, I'll go to uni, I'll do my PGCE, I'll, I'll, I'll get, mm. I'll study history and education, and, and my goal was then to be a teacher, right. and I was like, I'm, I'm going to go and I'm going to completely reshape the way that education is <laughs> no, done. Oh yeah, like the police thing last time. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm going to completely reshape the way education is done in this country, and then the more I learned about the education system, the more I was like, there is no way that one person can change this, man. Mm. this needs a massive reform from, from the top to the bottom. Mm. so I was like alright well I'm not that guy so, yeah. I was, so I, I, there's no point in me going any further because I knew if I did I'd just end up stuck in that same system miserable like most teachers are because their I'm hands saying, are yeah. tied yeah, with, with what they can do there are good teachers out there there are I've experienced a few but they're fucking they're so scuppered by the, the rules and regulations and what they're allowed to teach what they're not allowed to teach and I just think it's a shame, man. It's it's the system that's fucked. It's not the teachers. Yeah, they, there are there are genuinely people out there that all they want to do is provide the best possible future for yeah. kids, and they're not being allowed to do that. I've noticed as well, especially at my school, it was like doggy dog. The amount of people that were like shifting positions and mm. all that kind of thing. I was like, this is a bit odd. Like how they've become head of this department and fucking because it's all about getting a bag at yeah. the end of the day. It's not even about doing your job properly. Yeah. Or doing your you're job. You're not because you make a difference. Yeah, you're doing it because you've been there a while and it's you like. Tell the line. Yeah, trust me. That's yeah. how I feel. It's cool. So then you get alienated a bit. So that's when I fucking I just went into my own little world. My last year, I just went fucking do music, fucking play sport, chill. I'm gonna fuck about anything. That's it. I left school early, with permission from the school that I would, you know, I was going to move in with my grandparents, and with the agreement that I'd go back for my exams mm. and I went round to all of my subject teachers before I left and I was like can I have some revision work to do while I'm, while I'm off 
all of them except one gave me revision work right who is he the only one was my history teacher oh yeah and he's the only one I fucking respect <laughs> right what did he say what did he say when he didn't give you he went you've not done a piece of fucking work <laughs> in the past two years why are you suddenly going to start now he told and you a lesson and it? I thought about it and I went you know what you're right yeah. I was like, I'm taking all this work home but I guarantee I'm not going to look at any of it mm. I'm doing it for appearances I'm not doing it because you learn a lesson. one of my exams you learn a lesson I'm just doing it because I want the teachers to think I give a shit hmm. and maybe it'll increase my chances of them going okay yeah you can have you know these few months to yourself come back do your exams you know if you do put the work in blah 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 I weren't interested hmm. the only problem was my French teacher lived just around the corner from my grandparents and she knew where my grandparents lived so she would personally come to my grandparents house while hmm. I was living there and hand me revision work and then she'd come back a week later and be like have you done it <laughs> But bitch, I'm not a school anymore. Leave me alone. <laughs> um, and nice then, thing. obviously, went back, did all my exams apart from graphics. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> on results day, I went into school. I picked up my results. I didn't even look at what my results were because I, I genuinely didn't care. Hmm. My French teacher comes running over to me and she went, "You did it!" And she gave me a hug. Right. And all I could feel at the time was, "Ugh." The fuck off me. <laughs> Your breath smells. I was like, what, did I do? what did I do? What have I done? All French teachers' breath smell. The fact. Whoa. I swear down. That's deep. No, just because they're French. Like, she wasn't French. She was, she was an English woman. No, but it's just because they're French. No, the French teachers, they all smell. I don't know, man. I don't remember her smelling. I know, uh, to be fair, she was coffee I think farts. she was a heavy smoker. Yeah, coffee and fag farts. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like, she, she got all excited going, oh, you did it, you did it. I was like, I did what? Hmm. Like, what, what did I do, really? She's like, you passed? That's what did literally you, the minimum expectation. <laughs> what did you get? I got a C. Oh, right. But I didn't, look. it was purely exam. I never did one piece of coursework for any subject. Never did it. Refused to do it. Jesus. Because I always thought, well, That was me. I was like, I can't be fucking asked. Homework. homework <laughs> never did a piece of homework. I'm like, hold on, that's my time. Mm. I'm not doing work in my time. That's When I'm at school, I'll do what I have to do because that's what I have to do. Mm. When I'm not at school, you can't tell me what to do. That's my time. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm going to have fun. I didn't like homework. Break times. Yeah. If a teacher spoke to me during break, they'd get blanked. This, this is my time. Fuck off. <laughs> this is gonna sound weird though. Did you some? Have you? Did you ever do a piece of homework in life? Like to the when best was, of your ability? Because it I'll does be feel. With you, when I was in primary school, I used to ask for extra homework. Oh. <laughs> um, you used to feel so good when you did it though. Yeah. Like, a little bit, and then you'd like realize. <laughs> I, just, I, I don't know, man. Like, I just, I didn't like, I didn't like the fact that I was forced to have lessons and yeah. learn the things that they thought I needed to learn. Mm. Like, even as a kid, I always thought well, this isn't the stuff that I should be learning. Mm. It's just what you want me to know. So I always had that kind of, oh, I don't really want to do this. And then, obviously, you're in the situation, so I was like, if I've got to do it, I've got to do it. I'll, I'll put in the minimum amount of effort possible. But as soon as it's my time, whether I'm on a, you know, break time at school, or my time at home, that's my time. Mm. I'm not going to let anyone tell me what I have to do this is my time. This is my time. And, and that, that, that's just that's that's always the way it was when I was a kid. I was like, no, like when do I get to decide what I want to do mm. instead of just listening to what everybody else wants me to do? Maybe. My mom. My mom. Because you're a kid. My mum, when I was a kid, because I was I was seen as this you know this bright spark and you know, I was 
outperforming everyone in primary school. I was outperforming everyone for the first two or three years of secondary school. I was really, you know, I was seen as one of the one of the smart kids. Mm. My mum was always like, oh, you know, he's going to be a doctor. He's going to be this. And I was like, no, 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 no. I ain't got any interest in that. Mm. But I think because there were such high expectations, I've always had that kind of. I don't know, that kind of fuck you attitude, I'm going to do what I want. Yeah. And the more someone wants me to do something, the more I don't want to do it. Yeah. And I've always, I've, it's, I know it's, it's, looking at it now, it's really fucking childish. But it can be like regressive because you can miss out on things like if someone encourages you. Yeah. I used to do that, I used to be like fucking, oh, do this for me, I'd be like, no, I don't want to do it. And then it actually looked really like fun and cool to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, I can't give you an example. No, I know, I know what you're saying, I've, I've experienced similar. Like, yeah. I, I am, I am learning kind of as I'm getting older now that sometimes it's not that they want you to do something it's just that they, they're, they're trying to encourage you to do something that yeah. you might genuinely like do you know what I mean it might be something that you love but I think because I've always refused to do what other people want me to do I think that's a big part of the reason why I've never wanted to step out of my comfort zone mm. do you know what I mean so mm. it's like I've always done what I wanted to do because it felt natural it felt good it felt comfortable it felt easy yeah so I've always gone Oh, you want me to? No, I'm not going to do that. Fuck you. Yeah. I give you a minute. But, uh, like you said, it can be regressive because I've looked at things then and gone, oh, you know what? Like, for example, my dad told me to learn this, this mm. one piece of software years ago. And it, it probably would have taken me a good, know, a good month or two to, to fully learn the software. And then, obviously, with experience working with it, it, would, it could have taken me places. Yeah. And I look back at that now and I think, you know, maybe I fucking should have. But at the time, it was like, but that's you telling me to do it. Like, yeah. Why is nobody asking me what I want to do? Yeah. And the, the, the honest truth is, if someone would have asked me what I wanted to do, I wouldn't have an answer for them. Same, yeah. Like, no idea. I just I just want to have fun. That, that's, again, I fucking know this the other day. Like, uh, again, Sophie's dad going, find out what you like. They keep playing in my head. I'm like, what do you mean, find out? What, what it's I such like. a difficult question, isn't it? Yeah, I, like, I know what I like. Oh, but you haven't tried it. I was like, yeah, good point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like that. It is as simple as that. The, the sooner you learn these life lessons, I think you get, not even, because the world will mould you the way that it want to mould you. You may not even step outside your house mm -hmm. and you're getting moulded. You know what I mean? Everyone's getting moulded into a certain way, whether you like it or not. So, have a choice in how you get moulded. Do you get what I mean? Like, it can still change. Yeah. It's not like you're forever this one personality no no absolutely not and i think there's a lot of people that did very well at school that didn't obtain a fucking personality they didn't even get a chance to because they're just so hell-bent on getting the best opportunities yeah maybe an opportunity they don't even want to do that's which is fucking mad to me i get opening doors for you if you went to fucking oxford listen there's that many fucking doors open to you but then people are like well I don't know if I can do that. You're pigeonholed. You're pigeonholed. That pigeonholed podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. There's so many people that I, I knew people from school. They were like fucking Oxford and Cambridge when they were like in primary school. I'm like, bro. Can I'm thinking about all my tea party yeah. tomorrow. Do you want the skin with the custard or not? That was my. That is your mentality when you're a kid. And again, I'm being hypocritical for saying responsibility. Kids give you as much can. It's not in terms of academia or your career. It's your life. It's life lessons. Something that kids don't learn quick enough, I don't think. I think they get put into these 
things like he's just a kid and he'll figure it out and then it gets to 16, 18, 21 and they go well, well I was in a fucking story though so yeah. and it's like well to be fair now you put it that way it's too easy to just say that it's, it's too easy it's, yeah it's taking responsibility for, for you it's mm. taking respo- responsibility for your own actions for your own future for your own development that's what I'm saying with Solvi's brother now I'm saying listen fucking the basketball school's free give it a go it's free I bought you the fucking shoes as well, so I'm fucking tired of piss. <laughs> like, don't, don't have a go. Say to your teachers, can I use the sports hall for free? Like after school or whatever. I'm sure they fucking would. And you've got facilities to go do something and learn things about yourself. I've learned things just from playing sport. Do you know what I mean? It's a, it sounds so dumb, but time on your own when you're figuring things out with like whatever you're doing. You could be reading a book. You could be like, it's it's something. Podcasting. Podcasting, genuinely, you're learning things about you're learning things about other people. You mix with different people. It's all these things that, in a school environment, isn't <coughs> always a custom. Dude, I feel like even since like since we've been doing this, mm. I I've I'm I've got better. to know myself so much better. Yeah. yeah. And you know, especially when I listen back to the episodes, I'm like, oh shit. Honestly, I sometimes think when we're recording, fucking, hell, this is gonna sound shit. And then I read that, I listened to that last one, I was like. It's got even better, do you know what I mean? Like I'm getting a bigger harder. Well that's it, time. we're getting we're getting more and more comfortable with the actual format, I think. Yeah. Like for a while it was kinda of weird. Like sitting across the table from you having a conversation. I get in a trend sometimes, so just looking like <laughs> everything else blurs out. And I'm just looking at you and I'm so much eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. I'll pierce you with these bad boys. <laughs> I still haven't told my mates about this podcast, I don't know whether I should. I'm uh I'm 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 happy for this to kind of. I wanted to get to episode ten. Organically, yeah. but I also had a thought the other day. Of once we've perfected the the, the actual recording, yeah, and we've got this to a place where we're completely comfortable doing it, and part of me just kind of wants to delete everything we've already done. Right, why? And start again. Why? I don't know. It's, it's, don't quite, know. it's chronological, man. No, I know, I know. And I, I don't, I genuinely Can't don't delete. know the reason no, behind no, no, it, no, no, but no, no. there is a part of me that's like, maybe it would be... No, listen, think yeah. about it. Like, imagine we go back in like 25 years or something and we're fucking, you know, Key and Peele. Cringing at the second episode. Yeah, and we're going, fucking hell, that was us, man. For real, if we keep on doing this. Uh, it could it could turn into it sounds daft it could turn into something you never you know could look you never know genuinely look at it's, 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 it's again that old cliche there's people with less talent in the world making it <laughs> you know what I mean that's very true there's talent but they know how to play the game Iggy Azalea oh <laughs> <laughs> first one to come to my mind Logan, people with no Logan talent Paul. trust no Logan Paul's got a bit of talent He's a bitch, but he's got talent. He's, he's got he's got talent in terms of he knows how to make money. Engaging an audience. He yeah. knows, yeah, he knows he knows what draws. Mm. Exactly. I swear he turned. That's up, a talent. He turned up at uh, what was the recent pay per view that WWE had SummerSlam. Logan Paul was there. Yo. Yeah, just what? in the crowd. Oh, he's in the crowd. I've, I've never, genuinely, as you know, I've been a wrestling fan for years. I've never heard someone get booed. <laughs> <laughs> got booed. It was insane. Probably a very void crowd as well. And, the one, <laughs> and also, this past weekend, I heard the loudest cheer from a wrestling crowd that I've ever heard in my life. Uh, who for? CM Punk. <laughs> my fucking 
from here too. He's sad though when he got back. He made his return. He came back to. Um, no, he went to UFC. He got back. Oh yeah, he got. That back. was sad. Man. We had two losses, didn't we? But I think one of them has been has been stricken from the record. Mm. So he's, he's officially one one and zero. There was a nail in the coffin though when Joe Rogan was talking about his fight, and Joe Rogan was just dissecting it and just saying how shit he was. Yeah. He was saying like wrestling, especially WWE, is just a completely different ball. Of course it is. Of course like it, it is. It's is. not real fighting. Yeah. No one think, no one believes. But it's even real just fighting, wrestling. But I think, yeah, it was a bit short-sighted of, of, of CM Punk to think he could, he could hang with the big boys in UFC because those fuckers are for real, man. Like, you're, not, you're not Brock Lesnar. You haven't done both. You know what I mean? Brock Lesnar yeah, yeah. is a legit fucking tough Athlete. guy. Athlete. Um, I mean, I can't think of many others that have done both. Like, back in my day, it was like Ken Shamrock. Um, and it was Dr. Death, Steve Williams. Oh, yeah. He did both. Mm. Um, but I can't think of that many that and the standard of it, because because the whole point of putting MMA together, they said, listen, we want to put all this together to see which fighting style is the best. And I've seen most of them are going to just jujitsu, boxing, kickboxing, or oh, yeah. like wrestling. Like those are the main ones. Like no one fucking does judo. But there were some people who were like pure judo fighters going into MMA and getting their ass kicked. <laughs> it was quite oh, fun. Bobby, Bobby Lashley, that's another one. He used to. He used did to, he roll? He used to do MMA. Yeah. He is a beast. Bro. He's a big bastard, isn't he? Yeah. Watch Francis Ngannou, he's like the heavyweight champion at the moment. Super, I don't know if he's super heavy. But he's not, fucking, I haven't watched any UFC for fucking ages. He's fucking big, but he's like six foot five. I think we've, I think we spoke about this before, actually. Yeah, yeah. I was saying, last time I watched UFC, like Chuck Liddell was still fighting. <laughs> Frank Mir. There's just some <clears throat> fucking, I hate Wiz McGregor videos coming out. Dude hasn't, dude hasn't won a professional fight in like five years now. No, come on, don't take the piss. He hasn't fucking been. Yeah, but he's 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 a personality. I get that's it. That's it. He's a personality. Look, don't get me wrong. He 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 can go. Mm. He's you know I, I personally wouldn't want to scrap him. He'd probably kick the shit out of me. But obviously, but did, <coughs> everyone's saying like he's gonna come back and all this shit. It's like he's, obviously he broke his leg against Poirier, which is yeah. unfortunate. But even before that, Poirier fucking taught him a lesson because he's been in the game like forever and obviously McGregor's been doing all his other stuff it's like why that's that's what I think I get he's made a fucking bag but, yeah, but he's I think, pissing me off his fans I think that's almost to his detriment yeah because it's one of those examples of someone where, who is good at their craft mm. too good then starts believing their own hype mm. and suddenly starts believing that they're better than they are it wasn't hard though he was, he was two divisions man. no but his cockiness like yeah, got way two. surpassed his talent I'm not saying he's not talented. Of mm. course he is. Like I said, two weight divisions. He did. He dominated, mm. but he started to believe he was completely unhurtable, unbeatable. Mm. And it doesn't matter who you are. That's simply not true. Yeah. There's always going to be someone. He's the most visually satisfying fighter because he just generally sometimes boxes people. He didn't even have to like, have many like because he's not a great wrestler, but. Mm. Like, he's a fighter. He, he can just fucking stand with people and they just can't come near him. Like. And, 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 and that's the thing, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not saying this to bad now, but I'm, I'm genuinely a fan of him. Yeah, I, I like, enjoy watching him. He's entertaining. Mm. He's, a, he's a showman. It's the same reason I like Tyson Fury. Yeah. You know, I love seeing press conferences. But Tyson, Tyson Fury is different because he's actually saying, listen, I'm fucking backing again now. And he's like taking on everyone. Yeah. The thing with McGregor now is that like because the MMA is so weird about their pecking order, it's not like boxing where you can just basically challenge people and just yeah. say, yeah, we'll get this fight sorted. 
it's like there's actually an order in which, and obviously Khabib's been in the top for ages, then he retired. But then there's like this whole order you've got to get up to to actually challenge the challenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the thing is, McGregor's so far down now. And I'm saying this about fans in general because of social media. They fucking rag them until there's like nothing left for them to stand on. Like McGregor has been inactive in MMA really. He hasn't won a fight in five years. Like that's a half a decade. That's mad to think. Against Eddie Alvarez, remember that fight? You watch it? I didn't. Fucking. Everyone was like, oh, Eddie's got cardio and he can wrestle and all this kind of thing. And obviously, he kept saying that to McGregor. McGregor just fucking slapped him. <laughs> just genuinely slapped And it was like, this guy is untouchable. That's where he got to a zenith then with the two belts. And then he was t- obviously talking to Mayweather trying to get that fight. And, like, fair enough. But then, it's five years ago now. Mm-hmm. That's it. Even the Khabib fight, that was two years ago. But the Mayweather fight, I don't think, you know, nobody took that seriously as, as a boxing match. Obviously, yeah. Obviously, it was technically unsanctioned. It was, wasn't an official. No, the, the McGregor one was. Uh, <coughs> the one with Logan Paul wasn't. It was literally an exhibition. Yeah, but like... So no one can... Like, I'm, 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 I mean... What you, it we still, spoke about it, didn't we? It was still kind of... It, it had an exhibition feel about it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It was never... Neither one of them was going to go all out. That's still one of the best uh, pictures of McGregor when he's got the he's behind his back like that. <laughs> <laughs> fucking brilliant, man. Like, who has that confidence against Mayweather? Literally no one. I don't know, man. Like, the, for me, like even before that fight, because I did, I did watch that fight, mm. but even before that fight, I was like, if McGregor doesn't win by a knockout, he's not winning. Yeah, obviously. obviously. Like, Is it a puncher's chance? He's never, never going to win on points. Yeah. He's never going to win on a TKO. He has to fucking knock him out. I couldn't believe, believe people thought he was going to win. <laughs> like, come on, man. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, Mayweather... It's amazing. We think about McGregor. Two division belts, and we're saying, like, oh, he didn't reach his potential. That's how fucking good he was. Like, he yeah. could have... He could have literally... Not even, I mean, he changed the game, but he could have, like... Not only made universe... He would have made fighting global just because of how talented he was and like he would have got people in fucking like Lithuania or fucking Lesotho to start fighting Ooh. do you know what I mean like, they play for Tottenham <laughs> <laughs> but like random countries like fucking Solomon Islands would probably start getting fighters <laughs> because of his reach do you know what I mean like, it annoys me that he didn't take it further in MMA okay. I get you want to earn a bag because he's Jason probably Jason Momoa to the UFC because I've read about him, like he's obviously come from nothing. He was on the door before getting into MMA and all that kind of thing. Mm. And it, it, obviously, you want to secure that bag for your family, generational wealth. But genuinely, if he wasn't in that situation, he could have fucking made could have made it the biggest sport in the world. Genuinely, because people, a lot of people, bigger bigger than football. Yeah, honestly, you think. I think it's single handedly. It's, it's as easy to fight as it. McGregor could have taken UFC. That's how big he was, dude. What, MMA in general. He could have took it fucking, not even Globe, fucking Universal. We'd start fighting in other galaxies. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be his hype, man, but that's how good he was at that time. And then the whole thing with Mayweather pissed me off. Because it's like, I get you trying to earn a bag, but you're, you're not reaching your full potential within this game. And I get it's not, it's like a duty, isn't it, sort of thing. It's like when people be political in sport. It's like because they feel they have a duty, but they know that they're sacrificing that bag for it. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. For him, it was I'm sacrificing a bag to 
do this for a fucking billionaire owner I'm, anyway. I'm just, what? I'm a little bit in shock that you think that Conor McGregor could potentially have been a bigger star than someone like Cristiano Ronaldo. Swear down, swear down. I don't think anything he was is taking likely to surpass football. The, but the trajectory though, and we're saying that he just took a year off just to train for boxing. Like genuinely, imagine if he put all his, he would have took on this year war comments. And he could have, like, he wasn't even turning up to some, like, fucking press conferences. He just didn't fucking care for a bit. And then he fought Khabib. Fucking got dominated. Which is fair enough. Khabib's amazing fighter. Yeah. Like, he's never really lost sport. He deserved to get beat up then, to be fair. Exactly. Imagine if you prepared better for two, three years and then fought Khabib. Like, it could have been a different story, genuinely. Do you get what I'm saying? It, I mean, of course it could have been a different story. Mm. It, it annoys me that that Mayweather thing happened because I think we could have been talking about someone who's like. So you, you you think that him having that fight with Mayweather kind of set him back? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying he was going to be like some guy who's going to bring around like real world change, but it would have made fighting a humongous sport, like a humongous. It's like much bigger than it is already. Do you get what I'm saying? I, I no, I agree. Sounds that, stupid. I agree that he would have raised the profile of it, but I just think it's a bit of a stretch to say it would have been the biggest sport in the world. I, think I genuinely think it, but think about fighting look it's just you can fight anyone we could start having a tussle right now we could this is what I'm saying same thing about football and people love that adrenaline we could start having a kickabout right now so <laughs> <laughs> there's football in the garage there's nothing stopping us that's what I'm saying though football is yeah that's why football's so big it's so easy you don't need cricket posts you don't need fucking you don't even need goal posts you just you don't need even two need jumpers legs these days. swear down ask your stories thing <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying though it's like, you can't take a gun to a football but like the parts of our pole vault wasn't big not everyone has fucking poles but everyone can like people make footballs out of fucking carrier bags do you know what I mean I've seen people make footballs out of carrier bags and it's like all you need is you your bare hands fucking fight yeah I get you but at the same time and because he was such a personality at the same time there's a massive massive number of people the majority of which probably wouldn't admit it hmm. but there are so many people that at the first sign of a fight would just run the other way. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And, and I think I think it's more than we, we tend to think. Well, if, if it, because because it's not the it's not the shy and retiring types that get the limelight, is it? It's, it's the it's the angry fuckers, the violent fuckers, the one that wants the ones yeah, that yeah. want to have a fight. And okay, it is a bit of a stretch. Yeah, I get what you're saying. You know but, what I mean? but still, you could have made it a humongous, like big. Like, no big, doubt, no it's doubt. big now. I mean, he. He definitely drew more eyes to it. I started paying more attention to, to MMA because of the popularity that this guy was getting. And I was like, you know, when I first heard of him, I was like, who the fuck is this guy? It's the same with any sport. It's like uh, Tiger Woods in golf. Like, he was just dominated and then people started watching golf. Yeah. Like you boxing, get these individuals. Boxing with me, it was, when I was a kid, it was Mike Tyson. Hmm. Mike Tyson made boxing huge. And, 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 and Lennox Lewis, because I was like, hold on, this guy's British. He's not British at all. <laughs> he pretends to be British yeah. and I was like oh, okay so, so he's representing my country you know back when I, I, I realised before I realised that borders were meaningless <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and, 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 and then I started watching older stuff like Frank Bruno and Chris Eubank and and then I started watching videos of like Muhammad Ali mm. I was like oh my god this is, this, this is actually sick like I can see these these aren't just fighters these are artists mm. And that's what got me kind of more into boxing and I started watching like a little bit of, as I got older, I, I suddenly started seeing people like Prince Naz come through and I'm like, oh, this is, 
this is not what I was. This is not what I was used to in boxing. But with boxing, it's more kind of the focus is more on the heavyweights because they're the big hitters. They're the ones where you're more likely to see dirty knockouts, and that's what everyone wants to see in boxing. You want to see someone get knocked yeah, out. Yeah, kind of. But don't get me wrong. I like seeing the kind of tactical, technical side of boxing. You know, the bobbing and weaving, and the, like Ali was, was the goat. Hmm. But then I don't know, man. There's something about just seeing a big old haymaker and someone get their jaw taken off. Yeah. Not Pacquiao Hatton. I loved that fight. Mm. Didn't like the outcome. Wanted Hatton to win, but you know, and then, but that's what I mean. Like with big stars, the only ones that I can remember from boxing are Mike Tyson, Manny Pacquiao for a while. Mm. Mayweather's a massive star, but I was never a fan of his. In a different way. Yeah. yeah. In a much different way. He um, changed the game. He, he the did game. change the game. One hundred percent. And 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 then you know I liked I liked David Hay. I didn't like that. See, I liked David Hay because he was such a tiny guy for a heavyweight. Mm. Obviously, he came up through weight classes. And for a while, it was hard to see him getting beaten as a heavyweight. Mm. And then he had that fight against Klitschko. Jesus, that was a fucking boring one. And, and he just spent the whole time complaining yeah. about his toe. Fucking hell, yeah, you don't have a dirty toe. come on, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but then Tyson Fury came about, and I was like, right, this guy's a fucking lunatic. Like, he's actually... He's a bit weird. Yeah, I quite like him. He came across as really, I don't know, like, for want of a better word, he came across as really thick, mm. like dumb, but he could go. Yeah. And then you realise that he's not that thick. No. Like, what, he's, what he does in his press conferences is actually really fucking smart. Perfect marketing. Isn't it? It's like, he will tell you that he's shit and out of shape and, and then he'll embarrass you in the ring. Mm. He'll, he'll take someone like a Klitschko who is a fucking machine mm. and make him look like nothing mm. just with his words and then he'll get in the ring and he'll prove it he'll fight so that's why I like Tyson Fury but it's again for me it's like those sports are all they have their place yeah nothing I don't I can't see anything ever toppling football <sighs> ever maybe because it's too cautious and it just keeps getting bigger mm. football the more money that gets pumped into it the more t- mm. the more countries it's broadcast to the bigger the fucking tv money gets and obviously you've got clubs now that are owned by fucking oil barons and shakes and fucking red bull yeah red, red bull, bull they've got like what four football teams themselves they got like, it's crazy they got all sorts going on the amount of money change. that goes into football nothing's ever gonna match it mm. nothing i mean maybe I, <clears throat> I just think um people that under so they still ironically underestimate people's star power in sports it's not like a, forget individual sports like teams for instance like people go Manchester United but you talk about the players first innit? dude that's the, that's the first thing anyone says to you when you're on holiday <laughs> and you meet a foreign waiter mm. and they go where are you from <laughs> England oh Manchester United <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's not just the team though at the same time man. it's the players everyone remembers the players first Yeah. and that's what I think about so when I think about McGregor I think no one thinks about fucking Rones of UFC. Dana no. Wilde. People think about fucking McGregor and the fact that he's taking heads, saying he's coming for all belts, like whilst fucking talking immense shit. Go for the women, bro. It, I genuinely though. <laughs> like, could you imagine? <laughs> like it was probably it's plausible. No, like, that's, McGregor, again, that's the weirdest like, thing. You're talking about star power. That's that's a pretty good example because. I genuinely didn't even know there was a women's division in UFC until Ronda Rousey became a thing. Mm. And she brought that to the mainstream. Yeah. But then again, she then went to WWE and she mm. did that for a bit. Um, 
but yeah, she was massive. Exactly. She was huge. Yeah. So she she's what for me highlighted the fact that UFC even have a women's division. Mm. I, I genuinely didn't know it was a thing. But my problem is, is that it has to keep gaining momentum in the sport. You have to have another. Like the NBA do this. Like, as soon as Michael Jordan left, LeBron comes, and then yeah, everyone's they have like, to create a new star. When LeBron leaves, it's going to be like, who's the face of the NBA? It's like, who gives a fuck? These are all talented dudes. That's the, that's the only thing yeah. is that everyone else kind of gets overlooked for the one the one star. Yeah, exactly. Who's the best player? Like, who gives a fuck? <laughs> like, we are getting one of the best products in the world in terms of sport. That's that's a, that's a conversation that I've had a lot of times. So you, you know, for years now, there's been the whole debate of who's better, Ronaldo or Messi. Mm. Now, there's no doubt that those two, right now and possibly for the past ten years, have been the best players in the world. Can I just say uh, it's weird seeing Messi in a PSG kit? Yeah, fucking so weird. Yeah, take me a while. Continue. But at the same time. There are tons of other players who are fucking phenomenal, mm. who just don't end up in that discussion yeah. because of these two spearheads. And it's that old argument of who's better, who's better, who's better. And rather than, I like the fact that I can sit back and rather than have that argument of I think Ronaldo is better or I think Messi is better and here's why, I can just sit back and go, we're getting to witness both of these players. Yeah, we're getting to witness time. all of this talent. In 3D! <laughs> this, this is... An incredible time to be a football fan. Mm. But it's going to be people, I, to be I, people after it. I grew up as a Man United fan in the fucking the peak of United dominating football, mm. winning Premier Leagues left, right, and centre, winning FA Cups left, right, and centre, winning the Champions League a couple of times. We were dominant, mm. <coughs> and I would still say that right now is the best time to be a football fan. Mm. The amount of talent on show week in week out is. Incredible. And it's just going to keep getting better because coaching is better. I think exactly. Better. Like, that's just, we'll see all these people like, people are like, yeah, Mbappe going to be after the, it's like, who honestly cares? Everyone knows he's fucking good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, who honestly <coughs> cares? He's fucking, was it, 137 million? To yeah, man. What is that's wrong with, and man, that's, that's on. someone with one year left on their contract. We need a salary cap, man. One year left on the contract. Mm. See, I kind of agree with a salary cap because like, Germany do that, don't they? They've got a salary But there's the argument to be made that these football clubs bring in so much money. Mm. Where else is it going to go? We just keep. This is what I'm saying. Like I've seen all the transfer get inflated, but it's only. I'd argue it's less because um, less and more because there's more clubs getting more money in from their owners. But at the same time, it's just being more spread out. So then it's, it's just going to get even worse, and then we're going to have clubs in fucking Vietnam we're going to sign people for like 20 million now see I, I I don't know if it'll go that way because the, the issue with it that I see is it going the other way isn't it like a do you feel like in it's the, like a bubble it's kind of you know like the top 10 clubs in England hmm. maybe not even that many that's where all the money is hmm. so it's like the lower Premier, the lower half of the Premier League and everything every division below that are so dwarfed by these mammoths hmm. That it's almost like they don't exist. Yeah. And, 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 and th- those teams suffer. Mm. Because everyone wants to pay to see Man City play. Everyone wants to pay to see Man United and Chelsea and Liverpool. And I nearly said Arsenal, but they're bottom of the prem. <laughs> <laughs> but it would have to be like, you'd like you say, the Super League, where it's a closed league. That's the only way you can do a salary cap, isn't it? Because you couldn't... Yeah. 
you couldn't sell people to that club in the Super League, could you? Without it affecting well, yeah. salaries and all that you, kind you of know, You can't, like, people, people like Cristiano Ronaldo, like Leo Messi, like, Harry Kane recently, like, yeah. just the past couple of days, is talking saying. about a fucking <laughs> a wage rise. So he's going to potentially be paid £400,000 a week. Fair play. Half a million, nearly half a million pounds a week. Secure the bank. A week? Secure the bank. A fucking week, bro. <laughs> Secure the bank. AJ £26 million pounds a year. That's all right, It's good living for some. £26 million pounds would do most people a fucking lifetime. Yeah, dudes in the NBA getting paid like £50 million now a year. See, I mean, the money is insane, but... They've had to do that so people don't switch teams, so the team that they that's, own... That's the thing. There's... The team that owns them like, already can offer more than the rest. Yeah, yeah. And... and, and Financial fair play rules kind of exist. <laughs> yeah, they're weak. Like Man City have somehow got around financial fair play by saying, well, it's, it's not Man City that have spent this money, it's Etihad Airways. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, but it's the same company, you, you own both of them. Like, yeah, but they're two different companies. <laughs> I might be the chairman of both. But if I use this company to fund this company, that's two different companies working in conjunction with each other rather than one company spending a big chunk of money. It's still Mansoor's money, mm. but because he's funneling it, it's almost like like it's legal money laundering. Yeah, kind of. And Technical. the FFP have gone, technically there's not a rule against it, so... Uh, just give us one of your plans. You crack, <laughs> you crack on that. Tell you what, just let me uh, just let me have 10% of one of your oil debts. <laughs> give me a holiday down in the, uh, the boy, <laughs> the boy sky. I'm feeling, I'm feeling a trip to Abu Dhabi. <laughs> what can you do for me <laughs> but yeah it's just it's nuts mm. it's nuts the amount of money in this world and, and all of it kind of goes on entertaining us idiots yeah like, look at the shiny shiny yeah I like that though it's all distraction it's fun though it's all distraction okay we're all being why are we getting distracted from we're all being farmed what for we're just robots we're just cogs Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a conspiracist. But do you know what I mean? Is, uh, there is a lot of distractions. Obviously, the people are up to all kinds of shit behind closed doors, and it, it's, it pays for us to look the other way. Mm. Most of us don't mind it. Most of us are like, I don't care. Keep showing me good football. I'm happy. Yeah, I like it. Because you said you can't change things from the inside. Watch blissfully on from the outside and don't even look anyway. So. I think it can be changed, but it takes a, mm. a group effort. Do you know what I mean? It takes a lot of sacrifice. Yeah. like That I don't want to do. <laughs> until there's a genuine kind of revolution. Mm. Now, I'm, not, I'm not saying that we should all take up arms and march on Downing Street. No, it's a big change. But do you know what I mean? It, it need, if, if something's going to change, it needs to be a group effort. Everyone would need to come together and decide, right, what is the best course of action in terms of securing our future and in terms of making sure that everybody prospers? Mm. There's no definitive answer, so it's not going to happen. No. Do you know what I mean? People have got ideas. You're going to die. But I mean, everyone's going to die. No. That's just an inevitability. No, but we're going to... No, I don't want to think about it. You heard about Mbappe's transfer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it got a bit deep. Yeah. Damn it, government. Mm, two long ass topics that we just spoke about. Yeah, it was. Crazy. Was that the intro? 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to episode eight. <laughs> when did you start your new job? Tuesday, mate. Tuesday. Tuesday. Uh, today is Thursday, obviously. Mm. Well, obviously for us. Um, yeah. So I'm in work on well, the last day at Tesco tomorrow. Mm. I've got a nice long weekend off, bank holiday weekend, <laughs> and then onto the graft on Tuesday. Very much looking forward to it. No sleep for the wicked. Oh, when you start Monday? Oh, man, Bank holiday, isn't it? Yeah. My bad. No sleep for that. I've got, I've got a full weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sleeping. So obviously, I'll finish work at half two on Friday, tomorrow, Friday. Yeah. I might have to bang around a little bit because I think Mo wants to see me before I go. Yeah, start leaking. Um, and then, yeah, Saturday to myself, just just me and the missus at home, going to make a nice cottage pie. Yeah. And then Sunday, I think we'll go and do... Uh, Parental visit, spend some time with the in-laws, spend some time with my mum. Spend time with your son. Monday. Parental visit. <laughs> I haven't got any kids, just, just, just putting that out there. <laughs> I've got a cat. Um, yeah, Monday I've got no plans. Not sure if, if Sada's working or not yet, I don't think she's decided. She's kind of Tesco, it's, it's uh, optional. Mm. And then yeah, Tuesday off to work, can't fucking wait. Looking forward to it, I'm going to be knackered Tuesday night. Mm. But happy and smelly. Get in the gym. You said about your yeah, gym. work basically is a gym. Oh, also tomorrow, when I finish work and come home, I'm gonna be uh, lighting up that cigar that you bought me for my birthday. Oh yeah, that's my celebration yeah. of, of getting out of retail. Fucking yes. <coughs> Enjoy yeah, that. Very much looking forward to that. Yeah, you gonna share it with someone? Or just yourself? Who else is celebrating? Okay. This is my achievement. Fuck off. Can I just say, and it ties in well with the fact that we've been on here an hour, this podcast can just be whatever we want. It's just really nice, isn't it? It is, yeah. We just talk about whatever. That's, that's, that's what, I'm, what I mean. Like, obviously, that kind of we go full circle back to the education story. This isn't us talking about what, what we're told to talk about. Mm. This is just us having conversations spitting bars just yeah just talking shit riffing I love it um, I love it I love it like Kevin Keegan <laughs> and I've got uh, to be honest I ain't got much on here this is what I'm saying I just ain't prepared oh I, I I wanted to also mention that I, I just repeat you sometimes so you were talking about cream cheese frosting <laughs> on bon bon yeah I was listening, and every time you say something that sort of sticks out of my head, I go, cream cheese frosting. <laughs> and just let you carry on. <laughs> I'm not a why. One of them just fucking showed me listening, and I go, hmm. Instead, I, I go, think, I think, yeah, I like think that. I've, uh, I've, I've noticed you do it. I have noticed it. I'm not a why. It, to me, I think, I think it's just, uh, I just kind of let it go. I just ignore mm. it, kind of thing. It's like I'm ad libbing you. But it's almost, to me, it's almost like you're trying. It's like you're kind of putting little bullet points in your mind. Yeah, maybe. Do you know what I mean? Like you, you repeat a certain bit because you want to remember the the whole. Why do I care about cream cheese frosting? Though? You didn't even fucking Google it. I don't know what it looks I like. I don't know, but cream cheese frosting obviously Is makes nice? me think of the Cinnabon story. Yeah. So it's 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 just a handy little bullet point. It makes me think I'm a fucking nub. So maybe it's just subconsciously you're taking notes in your mind. What is cream cheese frosting? It's uh, it's 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 like an icing basically. Cream cheese. Mm. Yeah. Sweet, oh, sugar on it. Sweet cream cheese, yeah. I've never seen cream cheese. Nice. 
Is that stupid? What what is cream juice? Um what does it look like? Um what well, like kind of you ever had a cheesecake? Is that what it is? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna try that dude. Thanks school. <laughs> you know what I mean? Thanks food tech. <laughs> Fucking dickhead. <clears throat> Piss me off. Oh Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just asking dumb questions as well. That's no such happy. thing as a dumb question. That was there very was dumb. No such thing as a dumb question. I've if you said don't on know here. something, how are you supposed to know if no, you don't it, ask? It, listen, I've said on here that I like cheesecake. <laughs> I should know what I'm eating. <laughs> I like poison ivy. Like, <laughs> we don't know what I'm going to eat. It, don't don't eat it. That's my point. Like, I should know what I'm eating. Uh, no, it's so fucking Why should you? Oh, speaking of football. Chelsea in talks to sign Jules Kunde after agreeing Kurt Zuma for 25 million. That's a bargain, that is. Idiot. Yeah. Yeah. He'll <laughs> do a job for us, though. Yeah, hopefully he does, because that's what you're getting paid to do. But no, but you know what I mean. He'll do all right. He'll be solid. He'll be good. He'll be good for West Ham. He's not a world beater. He's not going to win the Prem. But he'll be, he'll be good for a team like West Ham. Everyone was bigging him up in it years back. They were like, oh, Zuma's going to yeah, be Yeah, he seems this child prodigy. He looks like a child, Jesus. He looks like a little baby. He's big, but a little baby. He has got a baby face. Mm. He's cute, though. An aggressive baby. Yeah, a very aggressive baby. Like, uh, like you could tear your arm off. Mm. Babies do that. They do. Yeah, what? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, shut up. Um... I haven't got anything else on here in terms of uh, dialogue. I've got last year halt, but we talked about that last week, didn't we? Spoke about how things have just been stagnating, mm-hmm. and I put some little thoughts down about a lot of changes in life. We've gone through a lot of change at the moment, everyone. Yeah. And um, I'm finding it like because when you go through change before, well, when I do, like I'm not well I don't think I'm as, as well adjusted whereas now I feel like it's a bit different now that we've had all this bullshit I mean had this sort of crisis I think yeah I think obviously it's had a lot of negative effects yeah everyone but, but there's been silver linings yeah yeah I think I think a lot of people have kind of learned more about themselves in this time and learned more about what they're willing to put themselves through and, and, and all that kind of shit I've come out of it a changed man. <laughs> a changed man. <laughs> Into a woman. <laughs> Life changing. <laughs> COVID nineteen. Life changing. I saw something on Twitter over there about COVID twenty two. It's another lockdown. Ross keeps saying, "Oh, we're gonna have another lockdown." Like this year, we've all been jabbed. Like he's over now, pretty much. Isn't it? Come on, fuck I, off. I, I'll be honest. I've stopped reading about it. I've stopped learning about it. I don't know. I literally don't know what any of the most recent updates about it are. Mm. My, mate, my mate had it. <coughs> um, she got COVID a couple of weeks ago. Oh, shit. And well, she said it was horrendous. She felt fucking awful. Yeah. But you know, she wasn't, thankfully, you know, she wasn't hospitalised or, or in any real danger. Mm. She just felt horrendous for a bit. And I'm like, well, if that's the worst it has to offer, can't be any. It's not that bad. Yeah. Like, it, obviously, it's not nice, but it, that doesn't sound as scary as this illness will kill you. Mm. You will definitely die. 
That's how I felt it was at the start. It was like, fucking hell, can't that? Yeah, we were made to think that it was like <laughs> these still, the most deadly thing. These cunts are still coming in for a scratch card. Oh, <laughs> 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 then. Oh, God, I'm not going to miss that. Yeah. You know the ones that come in with a handful of fucking scratch Can you just check all these? Mm. Why? No, you scratched it off. You should know if it's a winner. Don't hand me old scratch cards for me to check if you've won. <laughs> and they're all not a winner. Yeah, and you're like, oh, you've just wasted 15 minutes of my fucking day. Go <laughs> fuck yourself. Restart. <laughs> Rethink your life. Well, the ones that will come to your tilt and they'll have like... Some people are just habitual though. Yeah. It's, like, it's not even... They, they think it's like a good thing to come into a shop every day to do the same thing. Mm. They fucking... They all look miserable. They all turn up. But... It's like a habit. They, they just have to. Come in. Yeah. They have to do it. A part of the day. I feel that's weird. It is quite strange. Mm. But the ones that will come up to you till with like, they'll have like a big old basket full of shit. Mm. And then they'll plop the basket down. They won't, they won't even acknowledge your existence. They'll mm. just plop their basket down. <coughs> For me being the kind person that I am, I'll start putting their shit into bags. I'll start fucking doing all the stuff that, you know, a good customer service assistant mm. would do. Good little boy. And then you get to the end. Every, Not little. Every, <laughs> I'm far from little. I'm little in height. I'm vertically little. But I'm girthily gifted. Yeah, girthy. Some boys like that. Oh. Some boys are like that. Oh, okay. yeah, got it, got it, yeah. So yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll finish, you know, bagging up all these customers shopping and, mm-hmm. and, and, and then you'll, you'll, you'll tell them the price. And it's only then that they'll suddenly go fishing for their wallet or their purse oh dude why and they'll sit ten, spend the next 10 minutes trying to make the exact right change out of the bits of shrapnel they've got in there like, why didn't you you were doing nothing you were literally standing there watching me pack all your shit have your fucking money ready do something <laughs> make this go a bit quicker we've got a queue of fucking cunts behind you they're all looking at me like I'm not going fast enough and the simple fact is you're holding them up because you're a self-entitled prick if I could reach around there and slap you in the balls, I would. But all these fucking people looking at you, and I'm going, I don't know. I don't fucking look at them. Look at them. It's not me, is it? I'm going as fast as I fucking can. I'll open a second till and start serving on both of them. So this fucker still won't have paid. Anyway. I'm <laughs> no, it's actually true. But I was, it's the behaviour of, because I say this all the time, I say people come into the shop and they're like, because they've been there every day, they think it's like their house. Yeah. So then they act like they're fucking. Um, like they've got certain privileges above other customers. Not even privileges, just like it's just habit that they think, oh, I'm just, I'm, you know, fucking suck of live here. Hot Wheels. Nah, Hot, Hot Wheels. Wheels right. Hot Wheels. No, I like her, but she's the perfect example of that. She's so habitual. And yeah, she's oblivious. You know exactly what time she's coming in on what day. Mm. So every Wednesday and Saturday she's going to come in. She comes in Wednesday, she'll wheel herself around the shop. It will take her three and a half months. <laughs> she'll get her scotch rolls. Yeah, she'll, she'll go down and she'll get some bread. She'll have a chat with whoever's working down there. Yeah. Whoever it is that she's chatting to will pretend to be enjoying the conversation. <laughs> smiling, and, smiling and nodding and laughing when she makes an obvious joke. And then occasionally she'll go off piste and kind of grab some Jaffa cakes or something yeah, just, just, to, just to throw it out and grab me some Jaffa cakes and maybe some shortbread and then she'll go and sit by the newspapers and she'll sit there and read her horoscope and she'll shout across to the table I'll be with you in a minute like we're waiting for her yeah. like my job is to sit around and go 
I'm not serving anyone until Hot Wheels comes. <laughs> whoa, whoa! <laughs> Stop coming to the till. <laughs> She'll be with me in a minute. It's so bizarre, isn't it? And then again, she buys you know the same lottery every Wednesday, which isn't weird in and of itself because people do have you know their set shit that they that they buy, especially when it comes to gambling. But then she'll sit and have a conversation. So you know the second she comes towards your till, you have to ring that bell and get a second <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because you ain't serving another customer for the next 10, 15 minutes. Because she will sit there. Even if you make it blatantly <laughs> obvious, this conversation is over. Were you there that day when uh, me and Jez were serving? And he asked me to jump on. And he goes, uh, she goes to him, oh, I'm feeling rather efficient today. And she took again 10, 15 minutes. She like, forgot her money on the floor. And I was like, oh. And she mean Jazz was just laughing because they were like, fuck it, the math is cute. I'm not serving other customers. Jazz went to get her money. And he just went to me after she went, yo, raw, efficient, man. <laughs> it's like, is it painful? It's actually painful. But that's okay. Like, people like that. I don't even know. That's the shit. I moan about it now, but I know those are the kind of things that I'm going to miss. We those started laughing. Those are the kind of things I'm going to miss. It's like the, the guy who comes in who can't speak. Oh, he's a good guy, man. And he, he just, all he does is he comes in, again, he buys the same couple of things each time. He'll buy one scratch card, always number 13 if we've got it. Hmm. And on a, on a Wednesday, he'll buy a lottery ticket. Yeah. Maybe once a week, he'll buy like, a pack of 20 fags. Hmm. He's polite, don't he? Like he is. Like, obviously, he doesn't say anything because no. he can't. He but he'll always you. give you the thumbs up and, and all that kind of stuff. I, I quite like him because because he doesn't say anything. That's <laughs> honestly like my favourite thing about him. Maybe, he just yeah, gets maybe. his shit done and fucks off. Yeah. Like, don't waste my time. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. I appreciate it. Thank you. Come back. I don't think it's being weird to say that like there's a lot of people out there that are just because um, I mean it, it, some people are I've heard it when I've been trained for certain things at Tesco they're like oh customers are there to be um, you know that might be their only day out yeah, know, that yeah, kind yeah. of thing and I'm like listen come on <laughs> you go on the shop there's other things you can do and, it, and I feel that way and I go well yeah okay but at the same time there's some other people that don't even like they ignore you it's like it's like they it's got nothing here yeah they've got nothing to speak to you about or they are just there to yeah they're not interested in the fact that yeah. you exist that's fine but I, I don't know I don't know how to explain it there's some people <coughs> I tell you I'll, they pick and choose their moments yeah I'll tell you the, the, the one customer the one customer type mm. that annoys me more than any other it's the ones that will you know them better than me it's the ones that will be buying well there's two but I'll, I'll talk about both <laughs> <laughs> indeed so the first one are the ones that will be buying maybe two items mm. they're both items that they've you know picked up on their way around the shop so it's not something that they need you for mm. they'll walk past the self-serves mm. come to your till and then proceed to stand there in silence oh. and pay by card. Oh. I'm like, what's the put? There's a machine there that would have done all that for you and it would have got as much conversation out of you. Why the fuck are you coming to me to ruin my day? Fuck off. I hate that one. The other ones. They don't even talk. That's yeah, yeah. They just stand there and no, expect you. everything to be done for them. And it's all because they can't be asked to go to a machine because they'll have to bag it themselves. Mm. That's literally all it is. 
and then the other ones are the ones that will come in and all they want is some change. Now, nine times out of ten, if someone comes to me with a £20 note, do you mind changing this? I'll change it for them. No problem. No fucking problem. Don't come to me and buy a packet of chewing gum with a £20 note and then complain that I've given you £19.50 in change, but it's not the exact type of change. Oh, fuck like, if you want change, fucking ask me for it. Don't then complain that I've given you a fucking £10 note, a £5 note, two twos and a 50 Ah, uh, can I have some pound coins and can I have some tobacco? <laughs> fucking ask me that before! <laughs> Do you even want this chewing gum? I'm gonna keep the fucking chewing gum! And you there's a queue! There's a queue! Fuck No, it's not. It's like, weird. Had, it's had, weird. It's weird how my perceptions changed over time because there was a time where if I'm stuck on the till, all I want is a customer to turn up because it gives me something to do. Mm. It graduated to then, when I'm stuck on a till, all I want to do is sit on that kickstool <laughs> and look at my phone. And if a customer comes along, they're ruining my day. <laughs> I'm like, what? What do you want? What do you want that you can't fucking sort out yourself that I've got to do for you? You self-entitled piece of shit. <laughs> Let me look at my fucking phone. All right, I'm scrolling through Instagram at this mindless bollocks. Let me fucking do it. Go away. I think a lot of people are like that, guys. Like, tiny. I do this, especially in a job that, I mean, Tesco's not a job, bro. She kind of understands, but I've had jobs before when I'm like just little wins, mm. little wins throughout the day. Like, you have little things that you do. So, I used to like make people cups of tea, and I'd be like my little win. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. people do it. I don't know what it, if you're doing a job that you don't want to be in forever, dude. That's that's why when you see me working stock, mm. a lot of the time I will either throw the stock or drop it <laughs> and just catch it and try and trap it on my foot. It's just a little win, isn't it? Because if I manage to do it, I'm like, yeah, go on. It sounds weird, yeah. You've got to have those little wins, man. You've got you've got to find any kind of enjoyment in that dead ass environment, mm. and that's what retail is. It's dead. Mm. It's dead. There's there's very little in there that is enjoyable. Vacuous. I love Interactions that are the only things that are enjoyable in retail, whether that be with your colleagues or with customers. Mm. You have to have those interactions. If you've got none of them and you're working by yourself, that's when you start doing weird shit. Mm. To entertain yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, a little bit. Like, you fucking walking around just saying weird bollocks when I first met you. <laughs> like, and I was like, oh, this, this, this kid's bored. This kid needs some sort of entertainment and he's creating it for himself. I appreciate that. <laughs> that again. Shut up. That's not, but that's what drew me to you. Like yeah. I said, I came home and I spoke to the missus about it. I was like, this kid, man, fucking hell, he's weird, but there's something really likeable about it. There's always a benefit. There's always an outside benefit to that. So yeah. just, again, the little one. I just, I think, I think. I used to write bars on a till, like Warsaw. Not scratch them into the till. Nah, I, used to, I, used to get, I used to get receipt roll and just write it down. I'd do everything. I, I used to do that when I worked at the cinema. I'd do everything. If they said, um, fucking, there's nothing else to do, just serve, I'd be like, sweet. Bing, bing, bing. You know what I mean? Just write them bars and fucking pay yeah, around. I used to do that when I worked at the cinema. One time they asked to. That, or we used to. Um, sorry to interrupt you. Yes, we used to get these huge... Don't do it again. They were, <laughs> they were basically like dustbins, big grey dustbins on wheels. Yeah. And they were always, we'd always have those full of ice for the drinks. We never used to use them for the drinks. We used to just challenge each other. We'd plunge an arm into the <laughs> beach and see who would last the longest. Those are the kind of shit, that, that's what we used to do. Good for your entertained. It fucking hurts. Yeah, it hurts like a bastard, man. I don't think I ever won. Good for your muscles, but uh, yeah. So that's the shit we Licking the frozen cage. 
You don't know? I've never done that. Yeah, right. I've done that. It's fucking... Chris, the <laughs> old guard, said he ripped off his tongue working at Harvester. <laughs> fucking, he had to go home because his tongue was bleeding. I did it, I did it when I was at Noel. I was like, oh, I've seen it done. I want to try it myself. Stuck my tongue on it and it did get stuck. I was like, ah, fuck. But I just like, I had a drink in my pocket so I just poured it and my tongue came loose. Good like, why doesn't everyone think of this? It's the simplest thing. Mm. Just have a bit of liquid. Yeah, it's little wins, isn't it? Little wins. For me, it was um, yeah, just pure boredom. Again, I'm not to say like I'm fucking honourable in any way, but if you're not going to give me anything to do, and you're going to say just fucking stand there, I'm going to fucking try and make Yeah, you've got to entertain yourself. You have to, because otherwise you'll go fucking mental. Yeah. Like you will genuinely lose your mind if you're not using it somehow. Mm. Which is why sometimes the most monotonous jobs are the best jobs. Because it frees your mind up then to do other things, to concentrate on other things, to maybe, you know, channel that creative side of you or or, or, or you start thinking about, all right, how can I make this work for this and blah, 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 blah. When, you, when you're in a job like retail that's, it's not, you don't need any kind of special intelligence to work in retail. No. Anyone can work in retail. Anyone. It's not challenging in the slightest. Mm. But you've always, when you're busy, You've always got something to focus on. Mm. It's the dead times. That's the ones where you go. Yeah, trust oh, me. Fuck. And <clears throat> when you get to the stage like I did, where the only thing you can think to entertain yourself is sitting on your ass and scrolling mindlessly through your phone, that's when you know that ah, oh, yeah, I need to make a change. Yeah, I yeah. need to get out of here. Mm. This isn't this isn't good for me. Ain't the bad habits. So, <clears throat> so yeah, that's uh, yeah. I had it when like uh, my old job. Say, oh, you gotta wait till half hours in case the phone rings. I have nothing to do. In case the phone rings. Yeah. So I'd be like, oh, what am I doing? It'd be like one guy. We're expecting a phone call. Yeah. Oh, no. It'd be, yeah, it's, trust me, that's what it's like. It's like <coughs> 20 past five, it'd be like one guy ringing, and I'd be like, oh, really? Okay. No, I've only phoned to make sure you were listening after the phone. Yeah. And then you got to like 5 29, I'm like, fucking with doors. I guess you get fucked. Yeah. I, I used to know someone, um, I used to work with someone. Every morning when she used to get up, she used to take two paracetamol. Every because, morning? Not because she had a headache, just in case she got one. What, idiot? I'm like, that's bad for you? That's not how that works. <laughs> <laughs> I am invincible. <laughs> I'm going to take two paracetamol in the morning just in case I get a headache later. What dumbass? What the fuck do you mean? That's bad for you, man. Like, do you reckon there's guys out there who walk around constantly wearing a condom just in case? <laughs> just in case they accidentally get an STD from a bench? Or like, just <laughs> accidentally uh, <coughs> use it for a water balloon fight? Moody <laughs> balloon. That'd be alright. Okay, yeah. Um, well, I, I, get, I get trying to prevent injury. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why you wear a seatbelt in a car and, and stuff like that. But that that's actually bad for you, paracetamol like that. But yeah, Pansomal. taking painkillers when you have no pain. Yeah. I knew someone who ordeed on him. I took like eight. Damn. Dumbass. Eight? Yeah, eight? That doesn't seem like enough. There's like half packets, there's like 16 in a pack in it. That doesn't seem like enough to OD. But she was only like 13. Ah, okay. Fucking heavy shit. Damn. Yeah. Did you did take them with vodka or something? <sighs> I mean, they was drinking. <laughs> drinking as in... I know, I think, to be fair, I'm not getting into that. She was just fucking a dumbass for doing that. Like, why? Generally, why? I'll try, try and stay away from Percy. I, I don't, I don't genuinely, like, I, 
in general, I don't like medication because mm. I feel like it doesn't solve the problem. It just kind of masks it. Painkillers don't actually get rid of the pain. They just trick you into thinking that it isn't there. A little bit. Um, but also, um, what's the one with... Some people that are like, oh, I've got to take this, that, the other, because obviously my doctor suggested it. And I'm like, well, just go outside. <laughs> I mean, get some exercise in you. You're a fat bastard for a reason, go outside. Well, yeah, nutrition and exercise is way more important. There's people that like, need Anything. to be weaned off like medication. But... Like I, I suffer from migraines, mm. and I mean at times they can be fucking horrific, man. They're awful. Mm. But the majority of migraines are caused, or at least massively affected, by something as simple as dehydration. Yeah. So Have just, water? just stay hydrated. Mm. That simple. Is <laughs> 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 that literally that simple? This Stay is hydrated. the original podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the key message you take from every episode we've done so far: is stay hydrated and wear sunscreen. Well, yeah, like people are like, "Oh, I take this, 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 and this every day." I'm like, "But why are you taking it though? Like, how did you get to that point? Are you yeah, really? And, and is your body that feeble where you just make it bad choices?" Not only that, but do you actually know why you're taking it? Do you yeah. actually know what it's doing for you, or are you just taking it uh-huh. because you've been told to? Yeah, that's dumb. Like. Yeah, I, I, I'm not about to say that I know more than my GP hmm. because I don't, obviously. But well, some just flog it genuinely. They but, just go. Well, but yeah, free. surely. I, Popping on like TikTok. If you're going to be putting things in your body and you're not sure what they are, it pays to do even just a little tiny bit of your own research, just so you know of any potential side effects. Of you know, is there something in there that you might not react well with? Is, is you know, is this stuff actually helping you, or is it just giving you the impression that you're being helped in the short term like obviously I spoke about before how I've suffered with my mental health Mm. I know a lot of people that are on antidepressants it's always been something that I've been keen to avoid Mm. I've never I've never taken them I've always been against the idea of them because again I've always thought do they help or are they just masking the problem so you don't think about it Mm. and then if they are helping, what happens when you stop taking them? Do you, do you suddenly revert back to, fuck, I mean, that mindset again, and then you have to start taking them again? And then it just becomes like part of your everyday life is that you can't function without this medication. Mm. That's addiction. Yeah. That is, that is the, 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 a literal addiction. Mm. And it's almost like yeah, but it's an acceptable addiction because it's helping you. Every addiction helps you. Every addiction helps you. That's, that's why you get addicted to something because it makes you feel some kind of way. It's like down to the purest <clears throat> form. And I don't want to say because I don't fucking know the ins and outs, but I like to think of it as if, um, if I'm struggling with something mentally, like not even like just fucking finding shit hard, mm-hmm. I'll be like, taking that to my purest form. What, what am I doing that's making me feel that way? Or what am I not doing? That's the key thing, is you're looking internally, you're looking at what you can yeah, do yeah, to yeah. change. Yeah. I don't know if it's, a, it's not like a reason to um, say that it's fucking like the cure to it, or fucking sorting out your whole life or whatever, but yeah, like take everything away, like even if it's, there's some things you know that are good for you, like eating an orange, 
You know, people like oranges, vitamin C. Yeah. You know, yeah. people well, eat oranges. Like <laughs> but you can have too many oranges. Yeah. And if you have too many oranges, you might have a big shit phrase. Definitely shit yourself. Might mean that you miss your kids' parents even. Oh, fuck. Might mean that you have a bad relationship with your kids. Because you're too busy shitting out <laughs> too the oranges. Too busy yeah. shitting. So stop eating less oranges. You can spend more time with your kid and you're probably more happy to. <laughs> It sounds. It I mean, sounds. It's a simplistic way of putting it, but I mean, essentially, yeah, you're not wrong. I mean, people get in a habit where they think, "Well, this is because I do it. This people, is why I do it." People look for the quick fix, mm-hmm. but again, we're going full circle to people, you know, wanting to be YouTubers or influencers or things like this. You're always looking for the quick and easy way to make money. Mm-hmm. Nothing that's worth having comes easy. Good mental health doesn't come easy by taking yeah. a pill. It comes from putting in the work. It comes from realising like what that. you can do to change like that, in order to benefit yourself. Not in the same that it's like physical health, for example, if you like worked out every day. Because, for example, people say, oh, you can work out every day and your body will, you know, become ripped. And then there's some people like, you need recovery time. Yeah. There's people with different yeah, but expectations again, of health. With, again, with that, the recovery time is part of the work. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It, or, you've got to You're taking that time off, because obviously yeah, you like it. Exactly. Me taking that time off work to... To focus on myself is putting in the work to better myself. It's everything to benefit me. And when you do that and you benefit yourself, it mm. automatically it spreads out. It has that ripple effect. You start benefiting other people because you're in a more positive, healthier mindset. And that can... that People can almost fucking catch that through photosynthesis. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It, it, it becomes just, as I say, that ripple effect... Yeah. everyone around you notices oh, there's a difference in you what is it yeah. a positive buy my self help book <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got a book I'm not a professional I'm far from a professional don't take my advice mm. do you know what I mean I'm just speaking from experience well you, this is what I'm saying you, you're, I'm glad you're being so open about it because people can say that they can trip and mm-hmm. be like well fucking hell I can't. Like, I've tripped many a time in my life where I'm like fuck I don't feel I can give a guilt and it's easily done yeah. It's, it's easily done. You can. You, I've, I've, I've done it myself. You fall and you think, fuck, that's it. Mm. That's it. That's the end. Mm. I mean, you just know it's not. Isn't it? And that old cliche of the first step is the hardest is that's absolutely yeah. true. The hardest thing to do is admit that something needs to change. <clears throat> then you've got to find out, all right, what is it that I'm doing that I need to change? What is it that I'm doing that's detrimental to my health? For me, the last one was drinking. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I've quit drinking. I've done it for nine months. But last year, during summertime, when things were even opening up, like we had things going on, be coming home from work and having a whole a bottle of wine to myself, red mm-hmm. wine, and then going to bed. I did that for a good two months, and I was like, "Whoa, what the fuck am I doing?" Yeah. Right. <clears throat> and bear in mind, I'd be like three last week, so it's like three bottles of wine a week. Fucking not good for you. But. It's like the same you say about that tablet, you do it out of habit. It is a coping mechanism, you mm-hmm. use it for that, so then just take, you're like, well, take that out. I have, you know, I have my addictions. I have nicotine mm. that I'm addicted to. I vape, I smoke, mm. I've got caffeine. But you got to be. I drink, I drink tea and I drink mm. energy drinks, and, and I don't need those. I don't you, need You bring it down to your dose, me with coffee. I want to give up coffee, or give up fucking tea, even. But to his purest form you're like thinking well yeah that's probably not good for me yeah probably not good for me 
you know, I probably should do more of this stuff. So for me, it was exercise. I was being a fat bastard. Mm-hmm. And Sophie said that when she first met me, I was like, what is it? I gave up football when I met her. I was like, fuck, I must spend more time there. And fuck, that, fuck football. That makes sense. Yeah. And my mates were like, well, why? So last year, let's do it. I was like, well, no. And to be honest, I did fuck all on a Sunday then. Mm. I just became a fat bastard. And then I had to work myself up again to get into shape sort of thing. I was like, why did I do that? Because this year's one, and it would have been like a memorable year of my mates, like it's last year of school sort of thing. Yeah. We all would have had a nice time doing it. Yeah. And then, like, you make these decisions in your life and people think that you can't change, but you're always changing. Do you get what I mean? It's a bit 100%. I could go back to football if I wanted to, but for me, it's more like, I don't want to. I don't think it is good for me, because sometimes I'd fucking, I'd be upset going to football games and playing. Like, I, I fell out of love with it, is what I'm saying. And for something like basketball, I I prefer that now, because it's like, I can do that on my own. I don't need anyone to do it. Yeah. I've made new friends whilst doing it. I've, you know, learned things about myself that I didn't know. It's things like that that people sweep under the rugs. Like my mate's playing cricket. And for me, I find I don't want to fucking play cricket. Yeah. Eight hours a day for a match. That's, that's, that's the full-time job. Yeah, that's what I mean. On a Saturday, it's like, I've got a cricket game. I'm like, fucking hell. Eight like, hours? Eight hours, he said. It's like 12 to late. I was like, fuck, that's a whole... I said to myself, that's a whole shift. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? He loves it. And he's meeting new people from it. Wow. Obviously, the benefit to him. Of course. And, um... We said it as well with the spa thing. I said how fucking do more of the things that you actually like. Take a load on. Yeah. Like you'll you'll get Take a load on. you'll get yeah. these opportunities. Don't fucking like go well. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Not really. No, it's just noises. I know. I know. But that's the point I was making. Yeah. I think, like I said, but It doesn't come easy. It's like physical health. Like you don't. You don't get ripped off overnight. Of course. As well as you don't get... Do the work. You don't get... work. You don't get good mental health overnight. It's a thing where you've got to practice. I... I took those four weeks off. And it's fun, isn't it? And I made... It's fun. I made big improvements to myself. And I came back with a much better mindset. With an idea of what my... At least my short-term future holds. And I feel like my mental health is in a better place than it was. Mm. That doesn't mean I'm, I'm done. That doesn't mean I'm, I'm cured. It's always a challenge. You're always discovering new Constant. Things, yeah. It's constant. You have to. You can't just fix it and leave it. You have to maintain. Mm. Do the work. It's not like uh, people think of winning and losing in life. They think, oh, you've won. You've won at life, or he's a loser, or yeah. she's a loser. Like, no, it's a constant. And you're thing still of, alive. Yeah. You're still alive. You still got life to, to, to play for. Everyone's like billionaires are miserable. It's all yeah because they thought they won at life clearly. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well, but then once you've got that, that, what's the next goal? Mm. What's the next thing that you want? What's the next thing you've got to push for? And for me, that's what that's what mental health is. It's a constant, not a battle, but it's constant work. Mm. You have to maintain it. It's like having a garden. You can't mow your lawn once and consider your garden finished. Yeah. A couple of weeks later, your grass is going to be overgrown always, because you've neglected it. I always find maintain that. it. Maintain it. Do the work. <laughs> Do the work. I was speaking. I was speaking Coffee. to one of my friends um, recently. I'm not going to say who because obviously it's a little bit personal. Mm. Um, but I was speaking to one of my friends recently, and he's been having a few moments, and he's been feeling down. He's been struggling with his mental health. Mm. And I had a very similar conversation with him. I was like, look, 
you can sit around feeling sorry for yourself. Mm. And I absolutely agree that you should take some time to do exactly that. Mm. Because it helps you internalise, it helps you look at yourself and see what, what you wrong. can change. I was like, but there comes a time where you have to just get off your ass and do the work. Mm. The very next day he went out <coughs> in the morning driving just to sit on a beach and take some photos mm. and he's like I felt bad because I didn't do anything I didn't you know I had all these plans of it. I wanted to do stuff around the house I wanted to fix my shower I wanted to do this I wanted to do that I wanted to do the other and I was like you got up while it was still dark out you drove to the beach and you watched the sunrise mm. and you took some photos that's the shit I mean by do the work yeah because that's the shit that you're going to sit there and you're genuinely appreciating something. You talk time. You're enjoying it. Mm. You're doing something for you. So while you're sitting there and you're watching the sunrise and you feel that first bit of sun on your face and it feels warm and it feels cosy and it feels familiar, you're going to be filled with all these good feelings. That's doing the work. That's yeah. doing something that benefits you. You don't have to judge everything by achieving something that other people will go, oh, well done, you got something done. Little victories. I was, I'll be honest, I was passing forgettable when they said you've achieved this. Like, yeah. No, you're not. <laughs> yeah. It's like when I, I got A-levels, like, I've worked hard for them. Because like, I was fucking being a dumbass, yeah, messing but, around. But the thing is, how, how did getting Didn't A-levels even, make you feel? Genuinely at the time, like, how did it make you feel? Yeah, fuck, you know. Go out tonight. Were you proud? No. No? Were you pleased with yourself? Or was it just... It was the work, yeah, I remember, the work part, the graft into it and all that. Like, I went to after-study sessions and all that shit. I was like, fucking, I've took the time out. But that's the perfect example, something like exam results. You get your exam results, and let's say, for example, you've aced everything. You've got mm. straight A-stars, or whatever the grades are these days. I don't even know. Yeah, fucking um, shit. But you've got, you know, excellent, perfect marks in everything. That's an achievement. Mm. What's next? Yes, Where does it take you? Mm. What do you do with that? Fuck all. Is that useful? <laughs> is that useful to where you want to go? Because obviously, to some people, it is. Mm. Some people they want to go into education. They want to. They want to spend time studying to become a specialist of something. That's cool. If that's what you want to do, you go do that and, and use that. But there's always that thing of like, what's next? What's mm. the next step? Because you can't let yourself stagnate. You can't. Mm. That's when shit starts going wrong. So it's going sideways. Start shitting so, so, sideways. So, so I'm starting this job on Tuesday, but I've already got the next step in mind of what comes after that. So I can't. People are going, I can't wait to retire, but what are you going to do? Yeah. Sitting around, yes. No. I, I joke to my missus, I'm like, look, you need to start earning more money so I can, <laughs> so I can retire early and, and develop some hobbies. Mm. But that's not me. I'm not that guy. If I was sitting around the house, I'd be fucking, I'd be bored shitless. I wouldn't develop hobbies. I'd want to go out there and do something. Yeah. And because nothing worse than that feeling. Because I learned from an early age that you have to work for what you want. Yeah. I couldn't sit back and just let someone else pay for my life. Mm. I, I did that as a kid. That's what your parents did. Yeah. They paid for me. They they supported me. They housed me. They fed me. All of that shit. I'm not comfortable with the idea of someone else doing that for me. Mm. I need to do that. I need to put in the work. I need to put in the work to make sure I've got clothes in my back. I need to put in the work to make sure that my mind's right. Mm. You have to put in the work. Mm. You have to. That's, 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 that's all you can do. Yeah, it sounds so stupid. Procrastination, isn't it, sometimes? It's easy. Yeah. 
it's easy to procrastinate, it's easy to get distracted, it's easy to go, oh, oh you know, I've got this to do, but you know, is it that important that I can do it tomorrow? Mm. I've, I've done it, I've put it off loads. I've, I've, I really should have fucking vacuumed the house this week already. Like, I, should, I should have probably vacuumed it twice this week. We've got a cat, his hairs get everywhere. <laughs> but Tell I, him. But I constantly go, I constantly go, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll do that on me later. I'll, I'll do it after work tomorrow. Just fucking do it. Just do it. Like it's ten minutes out of your day. Mm. And once it's done, it's done. It's one less thing to be concerned with. Mm. I like how it's just come full circle. It's easy not to. Yeah. But not doing it doesn't get you any results. Mm. The easy route never gets you where you want to be. You've got to challenge yourself. You've got to push yourself. You've got to fight for what you need. That's how winning is done. <laughs> I feel like I should be standing next to the rock. <laughs> Focus. Fucking. Do homework. I get a bit passionate and I sometimes. Um, yeah, let's do the homework. I'm just fine. Get passionate. Sure. Let's do the homework. That'll def- definitely take it down a notch. So I got. Oh shit. Yeah, your, your homework was. Uh, Voice of an angel. Wonderful. Voice of an angel by Charlotte Church. Twelve-year-old <laughs> Charlotte Church. <laughs> Can I just get? I want to get the cover out. Can I just before before you do? Can yeah. I just say, I gave you this as... Out of spite. It was purely out of spite. 100% <laughs> out of spite. Um, there is in no way am, uh, am I expecting you to enjoy this album. And no way, no way am I expecting you to give a, a professional critique of it. It was mm. purely to be a prick. Legend. So, uh, yeah, proceed. Uh, one second. Also, it was spur at the moment because I haven't planned anything. What kind of fucking album name is Tissues and Issues, bro? <laughs> the fuck man okay, that's not your homework son. I mean unless I'm, I'm putting it the wrong way and obviously it's tissues to cry about you know what I mean not to wank with wow and that's, all that's not at all where I went with that but yeah god it looks so bad I always do oh, fuck off Charlotte <laughs> I know you're a kid but fuck off well, well, she's not anymore Voice of an angel. Uh, she's got a very punchable face. I know she's a kid, but she's got a very punchable face. And I'll happily say that kids deserve to be sucked in the mouth, all of them. <laughs> all <laughs> kids deserve beatings. Wow. I don't know. Yeah, birthday beatings. I hope um, social services are not listening to this. But like her face, whilst I was listening to it, I was seeing it on my phone. I was like, "You're pissing me off." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, there's a lot of people on here collabing with her. Well, a 12-year-old can't really carry an album, can you? Yeah. Why not? Well, do you always start? Try it. Uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber's on here. Who, by the way, looks like Michael Jackson if he was a pedo. He looks like Michael Jackson got melted. Yeah, yeah. He looks like a Madden Two Swords thing. Sean Edwards is on here, whoever that is. Um, right. So I listened to it. Can't say I picked out any songs because one, all the fucking things are long, all the names, some of them even Welsh, um, like some of it was Latin as well. Mm-hmm. I was like, fucking, when the GCSE fucking music is this? Um, just none of it was uh, significant to me. Don't like that kind of music anyway. No. Um, and I just I played it this morning just on my headphones whilst I was playing uh, PS4. How many, times, like how many times did you want to punch someone? Uh, I didn't want to punch anyone. It was chill, man. It was too fair. It made me feel a bit sleepy. Um, I put this on if you want to fall asleep. Okay. Um, if you just want to chill, then like, it, 
not my cup of tea because straight after I banged on Travis Scott. But, um, <laughs> do you know what I mean? That is my kind of music. A little bit of a change of pace. I want to get, you know, hyped sometimes when I listen to music rather than just some chill hip hop songs I'd listen to. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Or whatever. Or even like rock songs, but. No, I'm the same. If I put music on, I want it, I want it to have kind of. Mm. I want it to wake me up. I'm not expecting Voice of an Angel to be fucking Voice of the Jesus. Angel of Death. Do you, know what I mean? yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm expecting it to be chill. So it was that. None of it was significantly. I, I, I wasn't thinking this is, you know, groundbreaking. Life this is a. Life changing. This is a 12 year old girl singing. This <laughs> 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 is a 12 year old. Like, it's a bit harsh about fucking shat all over it but it was alright I don't really remember any of the lyrics listen it was a long time ago she's not 12 anymore if you want to shit all over her album I'm sure she won't mind she's not going to listen to this podcast came out she's the same age as you 35 you're 35 aren't you? I am oh. fucking hell how does it feel to share the same age as Charlotte Church <laughs> <laughs> dirty cunt <laughs> During our album review, <laughs> how disrespectful That's to her. Perfect, the perfect critique. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I've been holding that in. Fine. Absolutely fine. <laughs> Carry on. It's not like 12 year olds, a past 12 year old was um, being slated already. She wasn't being slated. Jesus, I'm sorry. Yeah. I saw her on Question Time on Charlotte Church, and she's a bit of a left winger. Mm. And she bored me to tears, man. Why did they get celebs on fucking Question Time? People would say I'm a bit left wing. Yeah, they're like left, left, like um, just everything left. Fucking the my attention went left when I was watching it. It's fucking just I don't get why they get celebrities on Question Time. No, I mean I can. It's purely to try and get more. Bump all the views in it. They're, they're always like minor celebrities. Jarvis Cocker was on there once, Paul Guy, I like him. Yeah, they they asked him about, you know, when he. When he pulled the Mooney on stage with Michael Jackson. Yeah, like, literally like, the one thing he's most famous for. Everyone forgets about his music. I know, I love Paul, man. I liked Paul back in the day. Yeah. And Blur. But this is Charlotte Church. Yes. <laughs> um, I don't know, none of it was significant to me. It was chill, fucking Latin, Welsh was in there. She's like. <laughs> Yeah, it's very hard sometimes to distinguish between Welsh and Arabic. Yeah, it's bizarre. Um, I mean, uh, no, it's hard. It's easy to distinguish because she's not wearing a burqa. I give it like a four, maybe. That's generous. I'm genuinely. Okay, generous. yeah, three and three, three. Give it a three. Oh, again. I was, I was expecting you to give it a straight it, zero. She had talent. Don't get me wrong. Like she yeah. could sing, but again, I didn't like it. I thought it was bit boring uh, <laughs> the music behind it was nice it was given to you for that exact reason Remind I knew it was an album you weren't going to enjoy it had some nice strings in it like Ray Charles's late stuff reminded me of that the, no the early 60s Charlotte Church and Ray Charles no no, no. you can't do that no no, no but the music I've listened to was sounded similar so like um, what's this song he did like loads of country hits uh-huh. or like country bands but he used a lot of strings and it sounded similar to that which I kind of enjoyed. Okay. But that was probably the only redeeming thing. You, you've you given a review way more in-depth than I was expecting. Because I love because music, bro. I know you do, I know you do, but I thought you would just come back at me with hatred. And no, no. If you're re- 
And if I'm going to listen to you, I may as well try and find it. The whole reason enjoy. I gave you that as homework is because you gave me the absolute cluster <laughs> that is fucking spectacular. Spectacular. This generic fucking stock aching and waterman fucking bullshit. Was tragedy in there? Yes, of course. It was. Uh, which <laughs> yeah. the, the biggest tragedy about it, I've mentioned this before, is the fact that that song is attributed to Steps. That pisses me the fuck off. It's a BG song yeah. that Steps redid. But. Legends. Play the, the game, album, man. Play the, the game. album. So. I. Uh, I haven't listened to it. <laughs> <sighs> Did you listen to the Voice of an Angel? No. <laughs> no, of course I didn't. I um, really fucking enjoyed it. <laughs> it was, it was one of those. It's it's the cheesiest of pop. It's when I was a kid, I used to love things like fucking Westlife mm. and Flying Without Wings, and, and and I loved pop. I used to listen to things like Bewitched. Mm. And fucking sugar babes in all sixty-four of their iterations, and and steps was just one of those ones. The only the only negative I will really give it mm. is that obviously it did have that generic pop sound from the late nineties, early two thousands. Mm. But whenever I think of steps now or pop in general, I just think of stabbings. You mean? Just because it keeps happening, it keeps happening outside pop world in Solio. Oh, People Jesus. keep getting stabbed, and I keep thinking every time I hear about a stabbing outside pop world, I'm just thinking, why does Taylor Swift get people feeling? <laughs> like why, why, why are you dancing to Five, and then suddenly you've got to go outside and juke someone? You've made a funny yet true point. Like it's madness. Why? It's madness. But um, yeah. Like, Maybe they got earmuffs on. They're just listening to some <laughs> death metal. <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously, I'm not, I don't want to make light of stabbings, but it's bad. It, it, that's it, that's on pop world. It just it always seemed a bit strange to me. Mm. Um, but yeah, classic Pete Waterman fucking pop idol era kind of shite that is just it's earworms. It gets stuck in your head. You hear one of those songs and it's stuck in your head for the whole fucking day. And it, uh, I don't know if you're the same, but with me, if a little portion of a song gets stuck in my head, the only way to get rid of it is to listen to the song in its entirety. Yeah, kill it. That's me today with Travis That's Scott. what kept forcing me to go back to this piece of shit <laughs> because I'd get a little bit of it stuck in my head. And I'd be like, I need to listen to it. I need to go back and listen to the fucking song. And I'd listen to the song and it would make me think of another song and I kept having to have the fucking <laughs> album on repeat. This shit is fucking perfect for subliminal messaging. If you put hidden messages in this shit, everybody would fall and fault for it. It's fucking horrible. It just sticks in your brain. It fucking rots you from the inside. I'll give it a solid seven. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Pete Waterman? Jesus! Is he the... He's not Jesus. <laughs> he's, a, he's a producer. So Stock Aitken and Waterman were a, a, a group of producers. They were one production company. And, and he was he was like um, he was like Louis Walsh hmm. before Louis Walsh. Well, no, Louis Walsh was still about, but before Louis Walsh became this big X Factor judge and all that kind of shit. Yeah. Pete Waterman was on when Simon Cowell first started doing these talent shows like Pop Idol and Pop Stars and things like that. Pete Waterman was the judge. Yeah. Um, and he's like a goat producer. Yeah, goat. But he's, he's, if I he's came to him with like a trap beat, he'd be able to make it like puppy. I don't know about that. He's, he's always. I mean. Maybe, maybe, maybe back in the day. I don't know if he does much these days. Okay. But, um, yeah, they they were like 
They were like the hit makers back in the pop era. They chose. This play the game, mate. Play the music game. Probably made a massive bagging off. Knew what he was doing. Sammy Louis Walsh. He took, you know, a load of Irish lads, put them in a couple of groups, and then called them Jebbard. Okay, <laughs> you launched their career. You explain well, dear, why um, you'd give it a seven because you were like, oh, sublimity aside. Like Does its job. Yeah, hope. Does its job. Mm. Very successful music will do that. It will stick in your head. It will make you want to listen to it again. You don't want to listen to it again because you enjoyed it. But that's not the point. You mm. want to listen to it again. Yeah. It went straight to number one. It stayed at number one for like three weeks. It sold something like eighty-five thousand albums in in its first week. Jesus. You know, these things they happen. Plus, I used to have a bit of a crush on one of the girls in Steps. I can't remember who they are. It was um, the brunette one. Lisa, Lisa Hernandez. Nice. Nice. <coughs> I'm proud. I'm proud of and that, that and the fact that one of the guys in Steps, um, they call him H. Mm. But his real name is Ian Watkins, and that just makes me think of the um, the other Ian Watkins, the Nazi dude. I don't know who that is. <coughs> don't, don't go into detail. Oh, not, <laughs> he's I'm a nuts. Yeah, he's a woman. <laughs> Don't don't complain about the steps. Come on, <laughs> that's a standalone project. Oh no, it's just a coincidence that I share now. Okay, fine. Jesus, that's my cat screaming at the door. <laughs> Put steps like, on. Time's <laughs> up. Also, tragedy. <laughs> right. Well, I'm surprised. Yeah. You got homework for me for the future? Um, no, I haven't thought of anything. I got one. Okay. Uh, well, I was thinking about giving you something to watch. You can. I've got one. Um, I mean, I don't really know if I want to give you it. I ain't got anything on film or anything I want to make you watch. That's okay. I rewatched. You can, the, you can give me music if you want. I rewatched uh, Tintin Boom Frog last night. <laughs> <laughs> you might dead on the roads. <laughs> you want want some proper food, man? Like, I can't solve fish roads. <laughs> All right. I, I, what I want you to watch. It's on Netflix. You've got Netflix, haven't you? Mm. Have you heard of, um, you've got to have heard of him, the notorious serial killer, um, Dennis Nielsen, the Scottish guy. Kind of. Well, on Netflix there is a documentary, it's called Memories of a Murder. Yeah. The, the Nielsen types. And it's, well, I'm not going to obviously go into detail of the premise, but it's all about this guy. And most of it is tapes that he recorded while he was in prison. Mm. Um, describing... No, <laughs> just 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 him talking, just like interviews, just him describing events that led up to his arrest, what happened after his arrest, all that kind of stuff. So mm. yeah, uh, it's interesting stuff. And they just keep talking about it. Yeah, not throughout the thing. But it's shocking, man. It's shocking. It's like truly shocking. Oh lord, okay. Yeah, yeah um, that's your homework. So you're like a thick Scottish accent. Thick. Not really. He speaks like a very uh, very well spoken, very posh kind of Scottish guy. saw it or if you remember but um, there was a TV series made about it where he was played by David Tennant so yeah David Tennant's gone down in my like the most, I think <clears throat> the most the, the first the first thing that gets you mm. and this is like right in the right in the beginning of it so there's no spoiler involved with this but when the police get called round to his flat they look in his wardrobe and they see these two black bags mm. that are like huge and bulging and it turns out that there's um, body in there 
So they arrest him. He goes calmly as anything. And, and then when they interview him, they're like, okay, so are we talking about one or two bodies here? And he went, probably about 15 or 16. Lord. And then it all just kind of explodes from there. So that's, yeah. Can I just say I really don't like... Uh I mean, I, I will watch it. Like, I don't mind it, but I just fucking hate the idea of all these murder documentaries. Oh, no, it's horrible. I don't like it either, but... Yeah, I do find it interesting, because it, for me, it's more interesting to learn of the psychology of the person. Maybe, yeah, but to be honest, I can just group more as well, fucking... They're just fucking cunts. It's too easy, though, isn't it? It's too simplistic. Uh, I don't it's know. too simplistic to just go, yeah, they're all wrong-ins. Yeah, I, like I like to look deeper. But how many of them are everyone, everyone who has some sort of psychological issue has had... An event that caused it. Yeah. So I like, I like to look at uh, why. Why is that person that way? Yeah, rather, than, rather than just accept that this person is a lost cause and they're no good for society, I, I, I like to look at why are they the way they are? What happened? I think I know what the, why they, they are the way they are. They're fucking annoying and shit. And There's always a reason. There's a reason, <laughs> There's a reason for everything, man. I, look, because they have I'm one of those people that I've never. I've never believed that any person is a lost cause. I've never believed that any one person is truly evil. I think there's good in everyone. Yeah. You just need to be able to find it. And in order to be able to find where the good is, you need to find out why the bad takes precedence. I like, I like looking deep into the whys rather than the what. Mm. Or the house. I like to delve. Delve. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I like to just think fucking they're just all cunts. Just yeah, I, 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 I do get that point of view, but to me it's too simplistic. Yeah, so I, like when I watched the Ted Bundy one myself, because she kept wanting to watch it, I was like, fucking hell, he's just a dickhead. That's why he is, he's just a fucking not very nice person. But why? But why? Because what fa- made him that way? I don't fucking know. I don't really fucking care. Leave me alone. That's, <laughs> that's the thing, because I don't know, I want to find out. Yeah, okay, fine. That's, that's, that's the stuff that fascinates me, why, why, why? Yeah. I'll ask, I don't know. It's the one thing I've always said that if, if one day I do have kids, I want to teach them to question everything. Mm. Why do we do this? Why do they? You don't need to. You don't need to teach them. No, kids will do that anyway. <laughs> but I want to encourage it. Do you know what I mean? Most most parents tend to discourage that. Like, oh, it's just the way it is. Sure. I want to encourage it. I want to hear the word. If I have kids, I want to hear the word "why" from them as often as possible. And if I don't have the answer, I want them to go and find it. You got a painful. You got a long tolerance. I'm saying because fucking kids are annoying they ask questions even I'm not even a fucking dad yet all my my nephew ever tells me is that I don't make any sense and I don't make any sense like literally if I say something like I told him I'd got rid of my Xbox because I don't play it yeah that doesn't make any sense what do you mean it makes sense for me I don't play it therefore it's no use to me so I don't need it (laughs) you should have given it to me yeah but you knew I was coming (laughs) I was like mate this is this is one day there's one day out of the year that you've been to my house. I'm not going to keep an Xbox just for one day. That makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be sweet, yeah. Just keep it That'd be nice, man. But yeah, so. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, it's generally because I just started listening to it again. I've mentioned him about three times in the podcast. Travis Scott. Uh, Birds in a Trap Sing McKnight, the album. You love Travis Scott. I love Travis Scott. Let, no. let me write this down. Birds in a Trap Sing McKnight, it came out in 2016. Birds in the Trap Sing McKnight. Important album. That's a long album, man. 
Have you heard? I haven't. Have you heard Astro World? The one he did after. It went huge. Astro World was fucking. Birds in the trap sing Muck Night. Muck Night. I thought it'd be more. I thought you said I think it'd be more purely. I thought Astro World, although popular, almost everyone's probably heard a fair few off the album. I thought Birds in the Trap. That's when he was. Uh, you could definitely hear his sound a bit more because he's very uh, weird with auto tune and all that kind of thing. He's got some cool collabs on there like uh, Kid Cudi, uh, oh. Young Folk, people like that. I thought you might just like it because, although it's. Uh, and he also makes his own beats, so he's a talented dude. Um, but he makes a lot of currently downloading the album. Yeah, it's, it's good, man. And although it's not particularly a lot of rap in there in terms of like verses, he mixes it in as well as sort of. He's definitely got his own sound mm-hmm. that you will hear, and there's a lot of people trying to probably copy him, man. So that album, especially, I think, is very. The first thing I noticed about the album is the creepy album called. I like the art. I like the album art. I think that's cool. But the first thing I noticed about it is all the track names. None of them have capital letters. <laughs> yeah, it's annoying. I hate that. Not one of them has capital letters. You probably. I wonder if that's done for a reason. You probably heard um, Goosebumps because that was a big song with Kendrick Lamar. So it's a 2016 album. Yeah, long man. Both said bump it all the time. Beebs in the trap. <laughs> Beebs in the trap. There's just a lot of good songs in there. All right. I want you to. Is another added bonus I won't give you anything but guess the favourite song guess your favourite song the album yeah okay just guess it right and we'll see why we'll right, see. right now can I listen to him first no yeah <laughs> but I thought you might like someone like that who's I'd like because again I know you said like you like people who've got cool wordplay yeah yeah I like no he doesn't do anything Complex, complex. He's got like metaphors and. No, but that's it's, it's. I don't. It doesn't have to be super complex. I think just people who use language to their advantage. <clears throat> do you know what I mean? People yeah. who can who can find a double meaning, who can find a a little. I think because he makes his because he makes his own beats that helps. So then he knows what he likes. Yeah, yeah. He, he, yeah, you know, you know what you like when sometimes you're using other people's beats. You feel like you getting a bit like molded to that kind of beat. Oh, I've got a rap like this on here. Yeah, yeah. Whereas yeah, yeah. he makes so many different kind of beats I mean similar but very different tempos and rhythms and I just like it a lot alright cool yeah, yeah. I, look, I look forward to listening to that and I'm going to shut up because I keep talking about it it's not a bad and, thing um, it's not a bad thing the more you talk about something the more passionate you are about it there's nothing wrong with that nothing wrong with that at all should we wrap this up yeah let's wrap it up what have we been doing two hours six minutes that's not bad it's about, it's about average. It doesn't have to be the same every time. It, no, it doesn't. That's what I'm saying, but that's about an average of what we do, and it just around about the two-hour mark. I wouldn't say today we did like three main sort of topics. And Not really. Like the first hour, we basically covered like one or two topics. Yeah, yeah. I've I've ranted a fair bit. On this <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't as weird as before though when we got like from Bee Gees to like fucking pegging. <laughs> have we discussed pegging no but you know what I mean like, like, so in this, like, weirdly contrasted That's so strange I was having a conversation yesterday about pegging brilliant who three misses and one of our friends interesting our mate mentioned it and someone was like what's pegging something had to be explained to her and I wish it wasn't <laughs> you were flying the wall <laughs> I was there I was pegging the ass <laughs> <laughs>
Alright, yeah, let's, uh, yeah. Let's what are we going to call this? I forgot you're, about names. You're, you're the name guy. Oh, you're, the, you're the name guy. You need a display I like, name. I like the last one. I like the last one, the reunion. That it was nice. necessary. Um, but yeah, I trust you to come up with something. Yeah. Maybe something Charlotte Church related. Oh, <laughs> Twelve-year-olds fucking being insufferable. Yeah. That kids, doesn't work. Kids are horrible. That's, that's the title. <laughs> <laughs> kids are horrible. Do we need a display name? We do need a display name. Please, somebody, please, please, please. Obviously, you put you put the, um, your contact link in the, the last one. Did I? Yeah, I'm sure you did. Maybe. Um, put it in again. Yeah, yeah someone fucking tell me. Hopefully someone will uh, just... Just jump on there and, and give us some random bollocks to put as a, yeah. as a name. It's on, it's on Cash App. Cash App. <laughs> <laughs> it only costs you four grand. <laughs> give me a fucking display name. Obviously everything's free. Yeah, we need a display name. And, and literally we're at the point now where we, we will take the first suggestion. Please. Regardless. A suggestion. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, get in touch with Sam. And uh, yeah, you, you, you could be the, the official namer of... Two gamers. Name, we're not gamers. Fine. I'm playing the game of life. Oh. Do the work. Yeah, game of life. Do the work.